What's going on, party people? Yo, yo. <laughs> <laughs> so we kind of suck and didn't film an intro or outro. So we're just going to put it out there. Huge shout out to Chop Life Interlude for being in this episode. You guys are awesome and like really cool to talk to. Subscribe to the podcast. Yes. Link them. We are going to have the link in um, our Instagram where we're going to post a clip of this, but then we're also going to put it in our description in our YouTube channel. So you guys should definitely check them out. They're really cool news. You know. Yes. You know the vibes. You know the vibes. And then I'm just going to lastly plug our Instagram because <laughs> this isn't an episode unless I don't. So. It's um, at parental.advisory.podcast, baby. Share it with your friends. You know. To anyone who might want to see it. Um, yeah. We really appreciate you guys being on here. And we hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Yarr. Bye. How is everyone's night going? Right. Pretty good. Pretty good. I just did like a bunch of homework. Um, I'm going to probably do more before I go to sleep because uh, I pushed it all the way to this weekend. But, you know, same old, same old. Same thing. Yeah, I do. I was kind of just chilling this weekend because I got like four midterms last week. So it was tough. So I just kind of laid back a little bit. You know? mm-hmm. yeah. Me too. I had a few midterms last week, so I was kind of chilling this weekend. What are y'all majors? Yeah, I'm health and um, human sciences. Okay. I'm an econ and theater arts double major with a PR minor. Nice, nice. Thanks. Those are some pretty good uh, uh, African parent uh, majors, I think. <laughs> Literally, right now. I tried <laughs> after changing my major like seven times. <laughs> <laughs> you changed it seven more. times? I changed it. Is... Okay. I just. So I mean, it's good. It's, it's college, right? It's cool. Um, I mean, my sister, my older sister, she changed her major, um, I think, only once. And, like, my parents didn't even take that well. Um, yeah, trust, I'm, like... I'm stuck with was, mine. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, they, ain't no they, way I'm changing mine, bro. They said you're an engineer, and that's it. <laughs> it's no, really? I was a bio. I was bio. And I oh, literally so, died, no. like mm-hmm. failed. And so I switched to Help and Human because I was like, it's not that bad of a switch. Like mm-hmm. it's not like I'm going to like journalism or something. <laughs> and they still freaked the fuck out. And they were like, really? no, you're changing back to bio or like you're, you're not still going in back STEM. Oh, I know. Exactly. Yeah, but From what they, I, don't, they don't understand but that. They don't think that. They don't, they don't that. think oh, that. No. I don't know. From what I understand, because yeah. like I got some bio friends, like isn't like the only difference like a couple courses or something like that between yeah. bio and health and human? Literally, just you don't take organic chemistry, but okay. yeah. Do you want to go like med school or something? See, that's the thing. Yeah, you, you need, <laughs> you need OCHEM. That's the thing. Like yeah. I just during quarantine, I finally like was like, okay, I had an epiphany. So now I'm taking OCHEM and I'm doing med school, but not because Ooh. they want me to, because I want, want to. Because at first I was like, I the best way. Do it just because you want me to do it, you know? 
Yeah. Nobody so, yeah. going to grad school because their parents want them to. That's too much, you know. Like grad school, dude, like a whole nother four much. fucking years and then residency just because your parents want Just because they said so. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, just I like not not worth it. <laughs> what about you guys? What are your majors? Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm still engineering. So um part right? part part of that was like was me. I mean I, I liked like building shit when I was younger. But um eventually like I kinda grew out of it. But then they're like you kinda have no other option. Like my he would kinda like my dad, he would kinda like guilt trip me, right? He was like, Okay, you know, you can do you can be whatever you want, but just know that you're not gonna be successful if you're not an engineer. So me as me, I'm like, I can't I don't wanna just <laughs> I disappoint I don't wanna exactly. disappoint him, right? And especially like LMU is a hella hella money, right? So like I'm not gonna have him waste his money on some major that he doesn't support. So exactly. I'm, I'm I'm just an engineer now and it's just whatever. Yeah. A bunch of my courses I don't even care about, but mm-hmm. it is what it is. It is what it is. Do what you gotta yeah. do. Exactly. Me, I'm a international relations major. Um so like Ooh. I was I wanted to basically do like poli sci, but um my parents were just like uh we kinda like talked about it, like oh actually IR might give you a little bit more like options. Um so like in IR is basically just poli sci, but you take like a language, um and there's like a few other requirements, like maybe two or three classes. So they're really close to each other and the department yeah. is like relatively like new at LMU. So um i really like it i've actually like liked it a lot more and because of like the elections going on like mm-hmm. it's kind of cool to like understand what's going on as far as like the stuff behind the scenes and then to like have like our ideas about who's gonna win and all that um so like it's have you, just like, made... sorry it's good have you like made any predictions about like what you yeah. think is gonna happen yeah so like i mean so in the polls right now, like as of today, because Sunday, um, uh, Sunday is when like the most polls come out, basically. Um, and then I'm taking an empirical approaches classes right now, which is basically just about polling um, and mm-hmm. statistics, which is like really mm-hmm. like I'm lucky I got to take that class. So like, um, like, especially during this time. So like basically right. Biden is like. Like for Trump to win this election, he has to basically do what he did in 2016, but like it's even a bigger like a big it would be even be like a bigger upset um and like i guess the battleground states um like um like ohio florida texas um and a couple of the other ones um in like wisconsin and stuff those ones are uh leaning in like biden's favor but you know polls are only like just they can only kind of tell like what they think is going to happen um you know people can lie during the polls as well uh so like you know it's like it's gonna be really interesting it won't be decided like on tuesday it'll probably be decided a little bit later um but i think i think biden's gonna win like i think what might happen is that first trump may have like a lead because they they actually count Mm -hmm. like mail-in voting last yeah Yeah. so like it might look like trump has a lead and then when they count it in the like later on in the week it might be like okay biden won um but you know when trump he's not gonna really accept that so it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty crazy yeah i have a feeling he's gonna um he's gonna claim the election before it exactly. even happening. Yeah. Like either tweet yeah. about it or something and be exactly. like, we got it in the bag, like exactly. keep America great or something. But I heard something about like Pennsylvania being 
the mm-hmm. decider deciding factor like if biden wins pennsylvania then like it's kind of over yeah but it's just it's just crazy to think that like it's just states that are like just what there's they have the representative the electoral college mm-hmm. the electoral that college. ultimately yeah. decide Besides versus it, like yeah. just so stupid exactly. i know it's, 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 it's so dumb it's like one of the many things about the u.s that pisses me off like, stupid college i still don't understand it like in all my history courses and i've asked the same question like i don't understand like you know how in all the commercials they're urging us to vote right but if it comes down yeah. to the electoral college then like what, like seriously like what matter. exactly what how does our vote matter like i don't know if you can explain that you and i are major and all that yeah. but like yeah. i mean like, like generally don't understand <laughs> and i still don't know to this day it's, i think like yeah. i think the, the reason why they even create and like implement it is because they wanted to like protect the middle states kind of like the ones that didn't have a lot of people like rule mm-hmm. because right. the argument is that if you don't have the electoral college um, the states that are going to decide the election every single year is going to be California and New York. Yeah. It's gonna, there's it's, nothing wrong with that. <laughs> that's what I think. <laughs> and, um, but, I don't have a problem. I'm like, exactly. if one person has one vote, then go vote. Mm-hmm. It's as simple as that. I don't know why they but, need more votes because they want to live I don't know either. I don't know either. But countryside. It's, it, I think it's just because like, Okay, so I guess this like the system. I mean, just because the population, you know, benefits us, um, and we'd be deciding the results for the elect election. So everybody's like, "Oh, that's not fair. We need to like spread out and make it even." Uh, but I don't even think. I think there has to be a better way to do it. Like that's just the electoral college is kind of like sketchy. Like it's so sketchy. Just doesn't like make it, sense. It's sus as fuck, you know. And there was something like in my AP Gov class, my senior year that she was talking about is like, they're like random people who get put on the electoral college. Yeah. Yes. And like, you can just like choose not to vote with your state and just like maybe pay a fine. So I'm like, uh, bro. So this bro. rando is going to come decide for the whole state. It's insane. Like, like I don't I don't I need to like see what the process is like firsthand because it just it sounds so like yeah. weird. Like it's do they just weird. look at the votes in the state and say, Oh, this like this person won because they have the most votes. Because mm-hmm. like if that's the case, like votes aren't even fin- like being done counted until like January. So like right. it's 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 kind of sketchy, no but sense. yeah, it's just a whole thing. I could talk about it like all day, but I won't do that to you guys. <laughs> Maybe another time. Another time, right. yeah. So today we wanted to there was two kind of topics mm-hmm. I wanted to discuss. We first wanted to talk about SARS, obviously, because that's very pertinent right now. And then we can like move on to like growing up Nigerian as men versus women, you know, kind of close it off on like a high note, on like a so, positive note. Um so yeah, who wants to explain SARS or should I do it? You're doing great. Go for it. Okay. <laughs> I feel like I'm in like a like a classroom right now. <laughs> like a presentation um, type thing. Yeah, like literally yeah. a presentation. Okay, so as you can see. No, sorry. Um okay, so as you guys know, SARS is the special anti-robbery squad. And they're basically this like militarized law enforcement in Nigeria and 
So they're basically this like Nigerian police force. Mm -hmm. And, you know, lately they've been having a lot of instances of police brutality against Nigerian citizens, specifically Mm -hmm. young Nigerian citizens. And it's really tough to watch because, you know, I mean, I know the last time I've been to Nigeria was like when I was 11 years old, but Mm -hmm. it still hits hard. Like it still just feels like that's like literally my home, my second home. So Mm -hmm. to see like kids my age getting brutalized, murdered there, like is, is really tough. What about you guys? Sorry, I just want to make sure. Can y'all hear me now? Oh, yeah, we can. Yeah, we can okay. hear you. Okay, my bad. My mic was, I'm stupid. My mic was off. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> but no, I, I feel you. Like, that day, I don't know, like, what was it, October 20th? Um, yeah. When, like, the yeah. master happened at the toll gate. Um, I was in class, and I wasn't looking at my phone during class. And then, like, I got out of class, and it was, like, uh, in-between period. And I look at my phone and I kind of just see everything because obviously at that point, the SARS movement was already like big and the hashtag was trending and um, all the protests were going on and it looked like things were going all right. And then I just see that they pretty much the government, the military was like, that's enough, essentially. And they just started shooting everybody. Mm -hmm. And then I just saw like the way it escalated, like the timeline of them um, taking out cameras so like they can't be held accountable. And like, honestly, it was kind of just like a lot that just came all at once. And then, like you said, it's like, it's our home, right? Although we were born here, but like, that's where our people are. That's where, I don't know, 90% of my family is. And not everybody, yeah, like not everybody moved out there. So it's like, like these are my people just getting like killed for literally asking not to be killed, right? And I'm not gonna go, like I'm being 100% honest. Like I started tearing up and I called Obi too, or Obi called me. And I texted him and I was like, bro, they're really like, like killing our people like senselessly. For, for no reason. For no um, reason. It, it had me messed that up. I can't, I can't, I can't lie to you. Like I had a hard time like focusing the next class and then um, mm-hmm. a little bit more about me. I'm an ASA. So I decided to like spread the word out a little bit and make mm-hmm. a post and just let just spread awareness. That's the biggest thing with this movement. Um, just right. to let people know how serious it is. And yeah. there was like a lot of graphic images on Twitter. Obviously I'm not going to share that everywhere, but it's like, it's those type of videos, it's those type mm-hmm. of images that you got to show people to like, let them know that like, this is like, really yeah. serious. Yeah. Yeah. I totally get it. But yeah, it's kind of like not weird, but per se, because I go to Nigeria pretty much, except this year, I've pretty much been going to Nigeria every year since like, mm-hmm. I don't know, like 2013. Mm-hmm. So it's just like there, there has to be like change that happens because the government is so fucked up. I'm just, Loki, we've so, been new, their government. We've been new. Up. I'm yeah. like, Good luck, Jonathan. Are you really doing that much? <laughs> good luck. Uh, good luck. Literally. Yeah. Such a <laughs> nah, yeah. Like, it's, this is like, it, like at least for us, you know, for Nigerians here, like, we knew about corruption and all that. Exactly. Our parents yeah. know about it. And what's different with, like, our generation compared to theirs is, like, they've seen this happen for decades, right? Mm-hmm. So although it's terrible, and I know some of them are, like, really hurting about it, but it's like, they, they kind of know that this is how the government it's, treats exactly. its citizens, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. In terms of, like, personal experience um, with, like, the police force, um, I said this in one of the meetings I was in, um, I mean, like you guys have been in Nigeria, so like you guys remember like the checkpoints you have to go through with when there's like a line of cops the and you like the freeway. Yes. And then it's just like those checkpoints are so stupid. It's, it's just like 
It's like asking I don't for know. money. Asking for money. Well, what, what, you what, are you go, what do you have for me? <laughs> Wait, where, where are you going? Where are you He's going? Like, where are you going? <laughs> what do you mean? I'm just trying to go home. I'm trying to go home. I'm just trying to go to the village. Like, like, no, like literally leave me alone. just trying to go to the village, get my rice and exactly. go. Exactly. But nah, so I remember um I was like six years old back in like 2007. Mm-hmm. And um uh we were driving back from the village and we we're about to go back to America. Um, and I was like asleep. I was in like the middle seat and I wake up just like randomly. And there was literally like a police officer with a gun pointed like straight, mm-hmm. like at me. Like I woke up with like mm-hmm. that, not like, not like the gun, with, like how do I describe it? Like the windshield. So I saw it right in front of me and I was like- It was like piercing at you. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I was like wait. Like, what's going on right now? Because I didn't know much about. I just knew, oh, the policemen. Okay, we go past them. I didn't know that they were corrupt at that age. Like how that they were straight up killing people. But I saw the right. gun, and I was just like, I was just kind of freaking out. But even me being six years old, like, like the, the reason they're there is for safety reasons. But obviously, that's not what they're doing. They're not. They're not protecting anybody. They're literally only oh, no there to harm. Nobody. Yeah, I'm sorry. I had like a similar experience with like that in the sense that um, because like my parents, we used to have like a driver that would drive us around Mm -hmm. and he was like the coolest guy ever, but like he was a terrible driver Mm -hmm. and like he ended up like running over someone's foot one time and it was low-key funny. funny. The guy was fine. He was fine. But the police literally broke into the car and like i was in the middle seat too it was mm-hmm. traumatic <laughs> they started coming into the car with guns and were like sitting on each side of me like in the front seat and i was just like oh really? like what is happening like mm-hmm. sitting with us on the rest of our drive to our our home oh they and sat, then, like, in, like, they sat in there with you yes they sat in the car what with the us why and i don't know you know like how Okay. Huh? You know, like how in the United States, like, and I feel like cops everywhere. Um, a lot of cops have like a inferiority like complex, oh. so they try to like you know yeah. push that onto like the people they're supposed to be mm-hmm. protecting. Absolutely. I feel like in Nigeria, it's so much bigger because like the God complex. Yeah, it's, yeah. First of all, like yeah, the egos and everything, but the fact that they're not even being recognized by their own government, they're not mm-hmm. being paid well enough. Like they just said, look, yeah. I want to have power. I want to be like exactly. known and heard. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So they do that to the people. I feel like and still fear um and i have countless stories because look these things don't even necessarily really work like they could barely handle boko haram and like mate that's a bare that's the only kind of good thing that happened in nigeria um as far as with like um militarization with the army but like mm-hmm. i even know like my personal life like my cousin my cousin like i don't know if this was in the 2014 or something but like she she was like kidnapped right um for ransom and mm-hmm. she she's fine now she's safe today but my, my uncle was basically a politician they got her they got um his daughter uh kidnapped her who needed two million i don't know if it was naira dollars but they got the money oh, and dropped shit. the do- dropped her off right mm-hmm. and like the police literally did nothing they did they did literally nothing and then That's uh Exactly. And then even going back in time, right, when my mom was pregnant with my sister now, mm-hmm. um, she was driving and armed robbers came into the car, shot the driver, and then like were 
basically that he and he didn't die he shot him in the thigh uh, it's crazy right and my mom was in the car um and like she i think she went into like the house or something but the arm robber was like oh where's who's who are you with blah blah blah. what do you have and he's like no it's just me nobody's here mm-hmm. he heard something basically so he shot the arm robber was like looking for my mom and people but eventually <laughs> like they just went away but like these are the kind of issues that nigeria is supposed to be like solving exactly. with crime yeah. and stuff yeah. and they don't you know what i'm saying and sars is just like a brutalizing force that's just there put there um mm-hmm. to just like put a band-aid over mistakes that need exactly. like actual you know caretaking and like right yeah with the toll massacre that day i was like pretty oh, that, that messed me up as well mm-hmm. um definitely a really emotional day um i had to take like a couple steps back and i feel like what made it um what made it so like intense for us um younger people is because like our parents definitely know these kind of things like michael was saying um but this is the first time we're actually like seeing it happen like we're like whoa and because it's on social media like now it's like an international thing now so like everybody's seeing it yeah that hurts man it definitely hurts you know like it's it's one of those it's one of those things where like i said earlier like my parents know about it but like, I don't even, like, I didn't even talk, I haven't even talked to my parents about it to this day because, like, I know the feedback I'm going to get from them is like, ah, that's Nigeria for exactly. you. And it's like, Dude, so, yeah. like, so that's why it's like, it's good, like, one, that we're having conversations like these mm-hmm. with other Nigerians our age because obviously we're the future. So it's kind of on us, right. you know, to make the change yeah. that was good, that, that's going to happen. But, like, no, nah, I don't, I don't know. That's, that's the response I expect. Maybe I might not get that. But, like, I've kind of had subtle conversations like that with, them about this type of stuff beforehand and it's kind of just been the same thing it's like they're like oh you know what that's why that's what we moved out here that's what we don't that's why our lives are in nigeria so whatever happens there happens which is weird because like i said most of my family's out there but if like this Mm -hmm. shit got bad like really really worse and it started just threatening citizens everywhere and then i wonder how their opinions would change but i guess it's kind of like since it's just happening to people they technically don't know it's like they're they're all right with it, but yeah, I don't know. It's it's just a really just tough situation, but um, hopefully, you know, like the the movement doesn't die down because like one of these tweets I've been right. seeing is kind of like those people who went out there and died and just got shot. They didn't die just for people to just stop caring anymore. They would they would have just stayed at home. They would have just stayed at home and just right. did what they were doing. But no, they're like they're fighting for a cause that hopefully can be furthered after their death. So, you know, hopefully we can, you know, continue to do that on our part. And it's it's interesting to see how like this year has just been like a year of revolutions, if that makes sense. Like you know, like May we had this whole like re up of the Black Lives Matter movement, even though it first started in twenty fourteen. And then, like, it's, died down pretty quickly. But uh, we, me and Uche have talked about this, where we feel like Corona was, in a way, helpful in the movement exactly. because everyone had to be forced mm-hmm. to be at home. Yeah, nobody no else had busy. anything to do. Yeah, They had nothing to there do no to, like, stay tuned in. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And so to see, like, for the first time, this, like, huge movement throughout the whole U.S. Exactly. fighting for Black lives. Exactly. And then to see this happening, you know, and it's it's mm-hmm. around, it's people who are around our age as well, mm-hmm. going out and, like, fighting for their rights. Mm-hmm. It's just interesting to see, like, how twenty how 2020 has, like, it's played changed. out this way. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I thought of, I thought that was sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I was just gonna quick point, just like in terms of like Black Lives Matter and all that. Um, I think just one of the important things, especially just connecting it to what's going on in Nigeria, is that the fact mm-hmm. that it's like 
black lives are everywhere and that's like exactly. the, you know that's the trend that's been going on so just because it's not an issue in america like is nigeria is literally the most populous black country in the whole world so like exactly. you know those are people as well despite you know, you know historical conditions and all that like we're all one so i just exactly. i kind of i got kind of annoyed when people were just like treating it like oh it was another thing that was just going on overseas in africa like it wasn't exactly. it didn't matter right but then and I don't, I don't want to incite diaspora wars or anything, but I'm just like saying, you know, for us, obviously we're black and we live in America, but we're mm-hmm. also Nigerian, but we also mm-hmm. took this Black Lives Matter and everything that's going on with all the people who died yeah. very serious and kept very the same energy serious. both ways. So we just hope that, you know, it can kind of just be reciprocated on their end as well. That's so true. It's, yeah. That is so true. So true. Yeah. Cause it's like, I also thought, oh, yeah. sorry. Oh, go <laughs> go no, ahead, Isha. I was just going to say like, it's, I don't know if you guys felt this way, but like, it's like, I always have this different feeling when it comes, like, obviously, like, I'm, I am black, but I'm also Nigerian, mm-hmm. so I have this, like, di- yeah. it's like, it mm-hmm. feels like this disconnect almost, mm-hmm. that it's like, between black Americans I get and- it, exactly, it's like, I mm-hmm. get it, but like, I know exactly where I come from, and like, exactly. I can mm-hmm. go there, and mm-hmm. like, right. black people living in America, America don't mm-hmm. have that opportunity, mm-hmm. or yeah, don't know that, right. so it's like that weird like limbo well, also you, like raised completely differently i feel like mm. you no, know definitely. like a, it's just <laughs> oh, it's so my. interesting the way that like we are we do look the same and therefore like exactly. to american society we literally are the same oh, the same person like, mm-hmm. exactly. of course we're still freaking black in america no so yeah. Yeah. but it's just interesting to see like how the way we were completely we were raised completely differently and have like completely different backgrounds mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but i agree michael like i wish that the energy was the was same way mm-hmm. from like black america like that side mm-hmm. that it was like when we were supporting them exactly and also, movement, which is yeah. the same but and also i don't want to i don't want to sit here and act like nobody was no black Americans or anybody right. weren't because like there oh, were yeah. there were a lot of people there were there were a lot of people and I, and I really appreciate that mm-hmm. but I mean I'm just kind of talking about more on a personal level um, from my close friends who are black like I'm like that yeah. I didn't see nothing from them honestly yeah. and it's just yeah. it's one of those things where it's like it's it's whatever but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna force someone to say hey you need to post it because at that point you're, you're making them do something they don't truly care about if you truly care about it you'll repost that, it you would have done it oh, without, exactly yeah. so I'm not gonna force you to do something you don't want to do. Mm-hmm. No, I feel exactly. But it's and like to something think you like expect them to know, like, you know. Yeah. Yeah, and I thought that was an interesting point, Obi, that you made, like where you feel like the like Nigerian law enforcement is almost worse because they don't have the recognition of the government. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like here in America, I feel like police are given so much, so much. power and so mm-hmm. much praise for like mm-hmm. law and order and all that stuff. So they have this, like, they just, like, they live for the power and therefore are more corrupt. But I, I can also see that that difference where it's mm-hmm. like, well, we're not getting the attention that we deserve. We want to, like, be or prove ourselves to the Nigerian government. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Different kind it's of corruption. Different kinds. Yeah, yeah it's, it's like, like a different kind. It's just, it's just human nature so, like, flawed in that kind of way where it's, like, that's the first reaction to when you're being, like, oppressed. And, like, the Nigerian people have truly, like, suffered, you know, like, for a really, really long time, you know. And it's just, it's just, it hurts to see because, um, 
these are these are people who you know when they get the opportunity to go anywhere else they always thrive like mm-hmm. there's a reason why nigerians are everywhere you know it's because like, right. they they had to leave <laughs> yeah you know what I'm saying? they had to leave and even when yeah. they leave they conquer you know exactly. so like it's like it's like yo um well, it's like when when I look at the Nigerian government, it's like, what more do you want from us? Like Nigeria yeah. has some of the is the most oil rich oil rich um country in exactly. all of Africa, like mm-hmm. all of Africa. Um, it has like great resources next mm-hmm. to the water. Like this this country, that country should literally be just like you know, like Dubai. Um, exactly. But, oh, yeah. The thing is, but, it will be at once. Oh, I'm pray, hoping pray. So. Because I'm like, hey, once, like, I don't know if you guys have been back in Nigeria for a while, but like, they're mm-hmm. like up upgrading. So it's like, yes. they're, they're like smoother. Like, no, not for real. Like, no, I went, go to, if you go to Banana around Banana Island, like, you're straight. Mm-hmm. Like, even, even me, because I, I went back in 2018. Um, and it sucks that? because, like, this was the year I was supposed to go back again because we were trying to do me an too. every other year thing. Yeah. But <laughs> Corona hit and that, that sucks. But um, no, I went to, like, the village, not even just, like, Lecky and all that. I went to the village mm-hmm. in a number state and, like, the roads yeah. were, like, Pay like I'm. Like, I'll tell you, like, we were fl- like we were flying. I was like, oh shoot! No, last time I was here, yeah. last time I was here a decade ago, it's just exactly. You're like seeing red. Now. You're seeing the red road. I know. I don't know how them cars can handle it, but nah, it was right. bad. But like, like you know, it's changing, and it's just. Mm-hmm. I remember, like, I went when I went back. My dad told me, like, he. I guess he was waiting until I got a little bit older, but he was like, there's land for you to kind of like further the Okoye, my last name is Okoye, the Okoye land mm-hmm. and um, tradition um, for yeah. your family members and all that. And it's like, uh, that's great. But like, I need, like, I want Nigeria to be so much better than it is now. So like exactly. my kids like appreciate that this is where they come from because mm-hmm. by that point, they'll be like, what, second, second generation Nigerian American. <laughs> so like, yeah. I don't want it to be something like, oh, we're going to Nigeria. Niger- it's like, no, it should be like no. the <laughs> same excitement that I have whenever I hear we're going back, back to Nigeria or something like that. Yeah. So I just, but obviously things are unsafe. <laughs> and when I look, when I put into perspective again, with like besides Corona, but I don't know if we would have gone back with this climate that it's in now, because it's like, we have oh, to go absolutely. through these roads yeah. where we see all yeah. these um, police and all that. And one of the things exactly. that really hit for me, another thing about SARS is like, the reason they were killing some of these like people our age is, is literally just for the basics of just having nice clothes or something mm-hmm. like that, having an exactly. iPhone. I can't even imagine, like if I go there, I mean, I'm from America, <laughs> I have this stuff. And what if it just happened to me and just boom, exactly. I'm gone so like that, right? Yeah. So yeah. It, it, it just really puts things in perspective like that. Mm-hmm. This, that literally can be, literally can be you. And no matter, even if you're Nigerian or not, just think about what you have and think about exactly. getting killed for literally just being what's no normal in America. There's yeah. absolutely no reason right. for that. That's insane. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah. And I think about it, I'm just like, I just feel like this election right now in America, it pushes me more to just like want to have a good outcome. Mm -hmm. Cause I just feel like the path that we're on right now and just sounds so morbid, but I'm like, Mm -hmm. if Trump gets elected for another four years, like I'm just seeing a lot of like fascism in the future. I don't want to like a lot more militarization. Mm -hmm. And I just don't want to think about the thought of like, having the police on every single corner mm-hmm. trying yeah. to dictate my life. Cause it seems like that's what's happening in Nigeria right now. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I yeah. can't have it escalate to that. Like I really can't. I, it was this morning. 
literally this morning and I told my roommate this. I woke up and I was like, I was just anxious out of nowhere because like, like I knew the importance of this election. Of course I know, but it's like, I don't think people realize what another four years of Trump like will do. Really? Like, you know, like, like you understand like how much empowerment that gives to like white supremacy and all that. Exactly. And they have the like, they're like, okay, they're like they took a step back, like, oh damn, they almost got us. All right, we can keep doing what we can. Like, they can, exactly. We can keep doing what we've been doing for another four years. Like, and keep it going. Like bring mm-hmm. a new. Exactly, a new a new type of racism into cr- the conversation. <laughs> like a, a new type of thing we know about. Exactly. It's, it's, it's extremely scary. So, I mean, unless sure. it's like three days away. So hopefully we see a different outcome. But like, I'm, I'm not going to lie, I'm going to be sick to my stomach if he ends up winning I'm, again. Oh, I'm like, 100%. Because I remember so the first nice. election, I was like, mm-hmm. if this man wins, I'm going back to Nigeria. As I, I said, can't do that this time. Nah, I can't do not that. Really gone. No, yeah, really no, my, snap, my Snapchat story was busting that night. I was like, all right, I had a plane ticket to Lagos. So I was like, who's sliding with me? I sliding with me back home. Like, hey, so we leaving. <laughs> we leaving. Exactly. And it's now, so random. Mm-hmm. It's like, he spent all his yeah. life being like, I would never run. And then here he is. And everyone was like, oh, like... Make it America. really exposed the racism in America. That was when we were like, oh, so there's... Oh, so... Okay, oh, God. I see who you are. Oh, so, so y'all, 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 y'all are getting lurking. Yeah. Lurking in the y'all shadows. Oh, you're sharpening your pitchforks now. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm saying, yeah, it would not, not be good uh, for America if you... Yeah. I mean, just for a lot of reasons. But, like, I mean, it's just... Nah, it just wouldn't be good. And <laughs> I'm surprised that, like... um I'm surprised that uh, some people, I mean, I won't even say I'm surprised, but like in the first election when like he got elected, I was, I was kind of like surprised at first, but then I was just kind of like, yo, like if you really think about it, um, first of all, the problem is nobody took him seriously and that's exactly. how he won you know what I'm saying so like, when he first nobody, announced it was like oh Trump before you know it him, he's, he's been sworn into the office it's like okay damn exactly like it's just, yeah, people are like, you, that just goes to show you that anything could really happen in America, mm-hmm. you know, and like, um, it just, this, these, these past four years have been something, but we'll see if America learned from it uh, uh, in this week. Uh, no matter what happens, just stay aside for like a good week. Yeah. Oh, for real. No, like in, L- in LA right now, um, I was downtown. They're boarding up windows and stuff, like getting ready for like, some, some shit to go down and this yes, is the this is the yeah. thing right so i'm like yeah. I'm, I'm assuming they're boarding stuff up assuming trump wins like they're so people prepared. are just gonna like people they're are just gonna like worst. like exactly go crazy but then i told my roommates to this and he's like yeah i'm assuming they're you know doing it for trump but they're like oh if biden wins are people just also you just gotta gotta go crazy as well because it's like finally trump's out of office so right <laughs> like, it's gonna be a different even, kind of crazy. exactly he's like at the same time this is gonna be the wildness tuesday wednesday night wherever it's mm-hmm. official it's just gonna, it's gonna be crazy. There's gonna be yeah. protests regardless. Mm-hmm. Like, if Trump wins, definitely. The white supremacists are coming out. Sure. Exactly. Yeah, the oh, white yeah. supremacists are gonna come out. And then, like, if Biden wins, people are gonna, um, a lot of people are gonna, like, be like, okay, we're gonna protest yeah, this because they wanted the Trump. Sham. And the those. They rigged it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, like, and that's, that's, that's why, like, it's gonna be really sketchy what if, like, the, if the, 
ballots get counted later and everybody starts saying, oh, they rigged it. They rigged mm-hmm. it. That's what they Trump's already it. started doing. He's already like, ready. Dude, like, so that's, mail-in that's, ballot for, that's what you do. Okay, that's but, what you do when you know you're losing. Exactly. <laughs> no, you start coming up with excuses. No, no, no. Here's my theory, okay? <laughs> I have a theory that Trump is saying all these things because he knows that someone... I'm not going to like make, but like a certain country is helping him win the election. So then when he does win the election by mail, he's going to be like, well, I've been saying like mail-in ballots are fake. So clearly it wasn't me who rigged it. You know what I mean? Mm. I mean, hey, that's that's tough. But I mean, when you lose, you lose. I don't care. Like when the election's over, you can can literally say, oh, this thing's rigged. This thing's rigged, whatever. I mean. Hey, you lost. So you see, you, you got a couple more months left before you get kicked mm-hmm. out. Like I, would, I don't, I like, I don't. If Biden wins, I'm just gonna be like, all right, I don't care what what tweet comes from Trump anymore because he lost. It's a matter you lost. Exactly. You You're lost. Done, you're yeah. That's he hey man. No, we'll see you. We'll see you later. Exactly. I don't see care on what the he flip says side. after. Exactly. I don't yeah. care what he says after. <laughs> Don't worry about your like, businesses that are failing. Mm-hmm. That are failing. Yeah, like he's an old man, and then like <laughs> I mean, Biden, and Biden is very old too. Yeah, you know? I, I don't know if he's. I don't, I don't know if he's gonna last like four terms. I mean, I hope Bro, he does, me, but like, me no, me we, we pray he does. Yeah, but, but like, as long as it's not Trump, I really don't care. That's the thing. It's just <laughs> as long as it's not Trump. That's the thing. Like, for this election. completely okay. Perfect. I see what y'all are saying. Yeah, it's like, um, I think, I think. The, I guess the nation just needs to be like more unified right now and I don't think he's okay. really in the best Trump's the best uh, position to do that um, and like uh, I mean I don't know if y'all really remember because we're I mean I was relatively like young when he got younger it was four years ago when he got elected uh, like it's not it's not normal for um I guess like Democrats to hate Republicans this much, or Republicans to hate Democrats this much. Oh, like, it's, it's it, skyrocketed. It used, yeah, it used it to not be like this. Like this. It, it's you know, like become yeah. a personality thing. Like exactly, exactly. It's like either you have morals or you don't. Or you don't. That's where it becomes mm-hmm. like people are literally at each other's necks because we're like mm-hmm. you're racist. People used to not be like exactly. You could Republicans be are outwardly no, exactly. racist. It's like exactly. Republican, you're Republican. It's just, exactly. It's, it's, like, it's, yeah, it's like you're rich. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's, it exactly. Really? But like now, there's just there's this whole stigma, of course, around like oh the Trump supporter, and when you're the Trump yeah. supporter, you support you you assume that you support everything that Trump stands for, which exactly. is essentially racism. So like yeah. that's 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 what we have a problem with, exactly. and rightfully so. Mm-hmm. Like for people to assume that I can be a Trump, like I can be friends with the Trump supporter, it's like no, not gonna happen. Not I can so. be friends with the Republican, <laughs> maybe Ex- Republican, like, exactly. sure, not a Trumpet. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Exactly. It's <laughs> like there's no like I was even going further back. Um, obviously, what was the last 2012? I don't. How was it? 2016. But yeah, no, 2016. But like even before that. But like, oh, yeah. When it was like Obama and and Romney, it wasn't like it was this, like, like at this. each other's necks. Like that's not what the debate debate was like. Exactly. Like, these debates were honestly well, maybe, jokes. Maybe because we're like older yeah. now, mm-hmm. so maybe like, we we're notice kind it. of more in the political. Maybe, we yeah. maybe so, yeah. Did did you did y'all go to like uh, private? Schools one year in high school. Yeah, Catholic okay. yeah, baby. Catholic. Okay, right. so yeah, I went to I went to a Christian uh, mm-hmm. private school, um, and they li- they had parties when Trump held a one. I'm not even gonna lie, and I was just like, this is oh, yep. weird. Oh yeah. Yeah, I would have that person in my head. <laughs> like, exactly. Yeah, and I know then, exactly. Oh, and then yeah. I remember when Obama won re-election. 
I this kid literally cried, like literally cried next really? to me, and I was like, "Bro, bro, it's fine." It's like, Barack, bro. It's just, bro, what? Like he was crying, and I was like, "Bro, it's to be like I don't, I don't know what to like, tell you, man." I, it's it's to be John McCain, like what? No, who did you want? What? <laughs> oh man, I remember the day Obama first got elected, and that I was, was like, watching by far the glorious day of my. I remember yeah. they were literally like I've never heard them scream that loud before, like in my entire life. They were so happy. Yeah. And I was just, it was just, a really joyful moment, despite everything with his president. Like, who cares? Yeah. Like that yeah. moment in its own. That moment exactly. was the really first special. dance. Michelle came out looking I'm like sorry. a bad bitch. I was I'm like, like I'm hesitant anyway to hop on the Obama hate train because that's relatively new. Um, yeah, information. That is I'm just, I don't know it's where it's new. Came I'm from. like, leave him alone. Like, well, I mean, I he's, think, he's been out I think of it's kind of sorry. Go ahead. No, I'm just saying, like, it's, I mean, like, it's the stuff in the Middle East and the wars. Yeah. And the, yeah and the, but I feel like sometimes people don't really realize that when you're like, when you're a president, that's the hardest job in the world. And like, if he, if he, like, he made decisions that are definitely questionable. But then again, it's like, how would you have made the decision? You know, exactly. like, I'm saying, hard. I'm like, a you're lot picking up like, yeah, you can't be the perfect president. Like, you, you can't, can. can. you literally cannot. You have to make the hard decisions because exactly. we're always, and sometimes they're not good. Exactly. Yeah, and sometimes they but don't like, work out. But like, that's a part of the process. I know. It's mm-hmm. like we go, we go work this out together. Exactly. <laughs> that's just that's <laughs> just one of those annoying things about cancel culture, and Twitter. Yeah. Like we had a, we had a whole episode yeah. on it. It's just mm-hmm. it's one BS tweet hits the timeline, gets a lot of likes, and then people just start thinking, oh yeah, maybe maybe Obama yeah. is a maybe Obama is a bad person. And then Obama was born in the U.S. Exactly, and then just some BS just starts everywhere, and now. It's, I don't like, like I don't know what you guys want like what it's, it's Obama it's like why are y'all like, bringing hey. this up now it's exactly like what's the significance now he's so not like, he's, he's done so his job what's done is done exactly he's I am out of doing so much right <laughs> exactly like, leave me alone he's out leave him alone out. and if they really want to talk about it I'm like Trump had four years to fix it exactly. so ain't I'm about that sat there on his high ass talking about a wall he's gonna build where's the wall I, I never even figured out like, what, what did happen with that. Is it? Oh, he just he, he, put, he never got he, funds. He, no, he like okay, so he took funds from like the <laughs> I guess the fence thing, and then he he's okay. He started it, so like he's saying it'll be finished by his end of his uh, this term. Like okay, he'll be mm. it'll be finished if he gets reelected. <laughs> so like I don't know. He's a con artist. He's a businessman. He's a con artist. Like give me my stimulus check. How, bro? Like, okay. I don't okay. I don't want to make this like just talk about politics forever. But that literally makes no sense bro, that we got like okay. I think about it like this, right? We, okay, the the plan was a lot of money, like with the two trillion dollar plan. A lot of it went to unemployment benefits. So like, if you were on unemployment, you could probably be making roughly like depending on how much you ma- you were making before the mm-hmm. pandemic, you can make like almost like one k like or maybe 2k per check which is like a lot of money but exactly for people who weren't working save like you're a say if you're like a i don't know a a college student living in la living by yourself in an apartment and used to work part-time and you got laid off from that job you're gonna be making like barely enough to make your like barely maybe if you had money saved but you'd barely be making enough to pay like a one-person apartment rent like it's Mm -hmm. not 
anywhere in, um, near what it's not enough money like just I like know, economically geez. and i'm just like right. i didn't okay i didn't even get that check i thought i did but i didn't my parents okay. got it you know what i'm saying but like i tried to snatch up <laughs> my stimulus check right yeah. and i filled out my form and they're like mm-hmm, so you don't you don't like yeah, qualify and i was right. like that's so rude. What you mean? I, like, I, need, I need the money. Like, what do you mean? I don't qualify. Yeah. My taxes were done under my parents, and okay, yeah, my parents too. are like well off. Mm, yeah, yeah. So I went to my dad and was like, yeah. "Listen, I'm gonna need you Venmo me my stimulus." Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, there, and there ain't no way I can go be like, "Hey, so like y'all trying to send me the money that you know I deserve?" Be like, "What do you? What do you mean? What do you work? What are you working the for?" Money. Exactly. I'm sorry. My stimulus check. He sent that to me. I was like, "He gave it to you." I was like, you did taxes under me. You owe me my serious money. My dad money like, is going to your tuition, and then I'll be like, well, I can't, I can't say anything about that. I mean, I'm not. Well, whatever. No, I guess. true, true. You're paying my tuition, so mm-hmm. you say. Right, uh, what goes, what goes, goes. All right, should we move on? Move on. Yeah. 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 All right, so next topic. Moving on to a high note. Also, if this comes out. We'll see when this comes out, but if it comes out before the <laughs> results are, mm. let's just let's hope and pray that the results okay. are good, okay? Yeah. Putting it out there, putting no, good well, vibes out there. Yeah, if it's not, I'm going to take my chances <laughs> and leave. Okay. Go to Canada, maybe. Um, exactly, because okay. you can go back to Nigeria right now, but Exactly. Yeah. It's tough. <laughs> but, so... We wanted to talk about growing up Nigerian mm-hmm. as men versus women, like the differences. Mm-hmm. So one of the first things I thought about was chores. And I feel like this didn't become evident until I got older. Cause when I was younger, like me and my siblings, I have three, si- I have three sisters and four brothers. Yeah. We just all did the same chores, but as we got older, it was like the girls were doing the dishes and cleaning the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And then the boys would take out the trash and that was it. Mm-hmm. So like was. for me, um, well, my, I have only, I have one sister and one brother, um, but like we're really spread out in age. So at least when I started getting to the age where they were like do dishes, I was the only one in the house. So like there's oh. literally nobody else that can be like, Hey, you do the dishes tonight. It's mm-hmm. like, <laughs> they just look at me and they know what to do. I fought, <laughs> honestly, I, and I still fight it to this day. I don't like doing dishes, so luckily they weren't as hard in, as it as you know a lot of other people are. But um, at least yeah. when we were younger, um, nah, they didn't even like separate it based on um, the daughter or the son, my older brother. They were just like you switch off days, and then that's that's pretty much it. Um, I had my own like responsibilities. I did, I started doing my own laundry at, like a, a young age because I'm, I'm I'm like I'm like I'm my dad, so like for real, like we kind of act like the same so i just started learning from him and just started doing it but then also the trash thing that is another thing i still fight to this day i don't like doing it and like they, they they say it's my expectations i'm like look <laughs> look it is what it is man the, the trash will be taken out whenever it's taken out so there wasn't any there wasn't really any differences like that for me though Mm. Um, for me, like I got a little brother um, and an older sister, so I'm the middle child. So you, y'all can imagine, child. yeah. I'm, so like y'all can imagine, like um, being the older sister in a Nigerian, the oldest sister in a Nigerian home is like pressure, you know. So like from yeah. an early age, you know, what I'm saying she had to like, mom was on her to learn how to cook, um, 
and basically wanted like water to like clean, do the household chores and all of that kind of stuff. Um, but I will say that like my dad is very like you guys are not kids. You should clean after yourself. So there was always like a emphasis on us just like cleaning in general. And I think I remember when the age, like, so I would always just keep myself clean and doing laundry wasn't, I don't think my mom didn't do my, I don't remember when my mom used to do my laundry. I just always did it. Like, it was just like, same. clothes are dirty. Yeah, I just same. put it in the washing machine. Yeah, it's not too much. hard. Yeah, <laughs> like, not that complex. Yeah. Um, no. But I mean, sometimes she would like, I think if I left in the dryer, she would just fold it. But like, mm. um, yeah. And then like now though, like I, I do all the chores in the house. Like literally it's just really? me. Like I'll like clean I'll cook, like, yeah, I cook, I cook, I, I started, I started, like, um, cooking a lot more when quarantine started, so now it's kind of just like, mm. oh, like, okay, like, if you want to eat, cook for yourself, so, like, you know, I've been cooking a lot. Damn, they don't even prepare, <laughs> they don't prepare food for you, dog. Bro, I mean, like, it's on, <laughs> <laughs> it's on I, hey, man, I'm they, sorry. When they do though, like my mom, like nah. I mean, let me let me give her credit. Like some some nights, she, like she'll like she'll make dinner and stuff. But like mm. for instance, tonight, no, like I, like she, <laughs> no. she she cooks she cooks for my dad. No? So like she'll oh, just be all like, oh, okay. Yeah, she'll make him food. And then he'd be like, oh, are you hungry? And I'm all like, uh huh. Just a little bit, you know. Like, I'm a little peckish. You know, no, so like there's leftovers in the fridge, and I'm like, okay, I gotta just make something myself. Um, but I'm a, I'm a home alone for most of the day, so I'm all like, yeah. uh, especially with Zoom and stuff. So I'm like, okay, I just gotta learn um, mm. how to cook because she's just not gonna be enough food in the house for because I eat like six times a day, like I eat a lot. So mm-hmm. like I just yeah. have to learn how to cook. So now I just pretty much uh, now it's kind of natural. Like I'll cook, I like clean, do my laundry, and um, just good life skills to have, you know. Um, so like when yeah. I. Mm-hmm. raise my own kids i'm definitely gonna just like spread it out like i'm not gonna just make if i have a girl she's not just gonna be the only one doing that like, mm-hmm. I think, I think you guys sound so much does. better than my brothers they are like <laughs> my mom babies the fuck out of my brothers I and bet. like my brothers really don't do shit in the house like <laughs> yeah. they leave their stuff out and then i have to clean after them and i'm like what the fuck is this like, <laughs> what is this, this isn't yeah. the 1950s like i'm not doing right. this not like yeah. well going back to your, your cooking thing obi that's that's one of those I'm, things yeah. where yeah i try to learn too like my it's weird like my dad does most of the cooking in my house like from everything to jollof rice to pasta to anything you can think of so like i learned from him and i helped him learn oh not helped him learn i helped him cook a lot of those times so me being in la now like i've learned those skills when i was there so like i cook for myself here as well like yesterday i made jollof rice for the first time and it was it was it was fire i'm not going not even gonna lie <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, but nah, I'm just, that's just one of those skills I want to have really. Right. Like, I don't want it to be like the traditional Nigerian lifestyle, which I don't like. And it kind of just makes me feel uncomfortable sometimes where it's like my dad is just chilling on the couch and then he's like, a fruit fruit just appears in front of him. I'm like, I'm like, what? It bothers me. It honestly does. But like, I'm not gonna speak up on it. I'm like, hey, dad, you should, you should be making <laughs> it, your own food. Like, 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 like no, what the no hell? What I look like? That. So no, I definitely yeah. don't want to do that when I grow up. I mean, like, I, I can fend, for, I can fend for myself, right? My girl's gonna do her own thing. I'm gonna do my own thing straight up. It's a good mindset to have. Yeah. So I didn't 
grew up with, I don't have any brothers. So it was just, I have two sisters, one older, one younger. So I'm also the middle. And with chores, it was just an argument every time. Cause we like, the, my dad made a list, okay? And it would just be like each week, like someone's like, we broke it down to taking out the trash, sweeping the floor, cleaning off the countertops and then doing the dishes. Mm. And if you swept the floor, you did the countertops. Mm. And it was just like an argument every single time because no one wanted to do it. Like, yeah. like I always opted for the trash because that's the least amount of time. And then you right. always do it again. Mm. Now that we're older and we're all back in the house. Well, my sister's still, my younger sister's still in high school, but me and my older sister. So we're all here. Mm. But like now we just don't do any at all. <laughs> Like, I come to her house and it's literally. <laughs> <laughs> is it dirty? It's just mess. It's all, like, dirty. <laughs> it's just, oh no! What are y'all doing? It's just like I can tell something hasn't been done here in a while. Like no, because if it's it's not done unless my mom does. Like it's just not done, okay? But then my dad will have to uh, talk about how it's not done. So I'm like, you want to talk? Do it, okay? Hey. I'm not complaining. <laughs> no, here's the thing. Would you would you say that to his face, though? Would you tell Listen, him to do it? No, exactly. I so I want, I want you to keep that same energy when, when, <laughs> you, when you annoy it and starts asking you questions. That is facts. Starts asking you questions, <laughs> literally though. I would never. No, but I. But, yeah, I'm sorry. My, yeah, um, my dad. He uh, he uh, is definitely um a clean like a clean freak, and he admitted he admits it. So like he, but he um started like so he, my dad actually he I mean my mom cleans the kitchen, but my dad like okay he actually my dad doesn't really clean anymore because we do all the cleaning. But like mm-hmm. when we were younger, he would clean the whole house like on the weekends, and he'd just be like, "It needs to be clean," like blah blah blah. And then like, um, it would always be, it would always be so like te- so much tension when like he'd be in a bad mood and he'll start cleaning, and then we'd be like, <laughs> "Same we'll, thing, bro." Exactly. Then we'll all feel like a very like exactly. Nigerian dad thing. And it's my whole my dad's mindset is straight up. It's just like. Oh, if I was the point of me expending that energy of telling you guys to do it when I can do it myself, and exactly. my dad will always be in just those moods when he's just like scrubbing the floor and he's just he's doing the dishes. Yeah, it really and he don't want to tell you don't want to talk to anybody. <laughs> and Wait, it's just do you guys like, feel like, do you guys feel like your dad is more strict or your mom is more strict? Uh, my dad. It's my a dad. tough. I can't. I can't even answer that question. They're strict in their own like in their own ways. way. My, my dad mom 110%. <laughs> she wears the pants. She wears the pants in the house. Like, my dad is really? so chill. Yeah. Oh, like, bro. he almost acts like, like a white American dad. So, like, my mom literally, like, she, she like, controls everything. Yeah. Wow, shoot. Like, as I got older, I think, like, because I grew up, like, afraid of my dad and the, like, <laughs> a relationship and straight up. I grew up, like, afraid of him. And then, like, our relationship yeah. got better. And, like, so now it's, like, okay, strict and, like, Okay, letting us go places and stuff like that because he has a final say. You know how like that, oh, like he has ask a final your dad. say. Oh, really? You know, so ask your dad. That's so interesting. So, like, oh, that's the other way for me, bro. It's, it's ask your mom. Yeah, me too. Yeah, no. like he's like I think I'm, I'm similar to you, Chimaka. Like my my dad is he's more on the chill side. Definitely, I say that more than I yeah. think about it. But like. Um, he'll say like he'll say something right, and if my mom's not in agreement with it, he'll be like, "Okay, you know what? Your mom said this." Dude, and, like, and I don't even lie; that pisses no. me off. I'm like, so I'm like, bro, like so just, just just speak about it. Say how you feel. Like, I'm just like, damn, you just you just said yes to me, and then my mom says something.
and you're like, oh, maybe your mom was right. No, you don't believe my mom's right. But that's just one of those things about like a husband and wife type thing where he can't, he can't like he just go my against dad her. Is just, like so, he's so chill. Like he didn't want to deal with her yelling, her yelling at him because mm-hmm. she'll yell at him, and then exactly. he's like, you know what, <laughs> just do what she wants. I'm like, no. <laughs> Yeah. so weird it's always my like gosh your dad and like i just you like that just it means no okay <laughs> like because then i'll like have to creep to my dad and be like mm. and then we'll start asking so many questions that i just I don't yeah. have the answer to and it's just like you know at that point it's like <laughs> just, say no. just say no just say no so i can just go back and just be mad and, and here's and here's one of the things about getting mad in a nigerian household right okay. like they they know you're gonna get mad and they this <laughs> Like, thing doesn't work so they're like and then like because i there's been so many times like kid you not when i just give my parents a silent treatment and like i'll be in my room till like 5 p.m and then i'd come i'd come out i come out when they're like in their offices and i go do what i gotta do go back to my room and last for like two days i'll go like two three days i don't talk to my parents at all oh, and then at the end of it and at the end of it and at the end of it i would get it no at the end of it and then they're just kind of like they're kind of like after eventually I'll start talking to him again and he's like oh so when you were mad that you're like oh when you were mad those last three days they start laughing about it I'm like that pisses me <laughs> oh off my God. I was trying to make a, a statement, statement. <laughs> but like yeah. nothing, nothing <laughs> worked I'm like well this doesn't work but no it's I've done it so many times it's, it's yeah, a game. interesting oh, I got, like, I... my parents my parents would get so like if we did that they would take it as such disrespect like we have to oh. say good morning to them every mm-hmm. day no, like, every day, every day good morning, morning to them like you know good night like i mean i didn't say it's a night but i mean like <laughs> oh, you, better, you better go before they go sleep exactly now nah, it's actually more so just like good morning it's just like it's they see it as like respect so like if i yeah. get yeah. a silent treatment like the time when i would be done with the silent treatment they just especially my dad like Mm-mm. He wouldn't even want to hear it. He wouldn't want to hear anything I have to say. Like, he would just be like, you're your own man. Like, you're 18. You're a big man now. Like, blah, blah, blah. Ooh. I'd be all like... Uh, well, that's yeah, the thing. Like, just, when I give a sign... Okay, no, I didn't straight up, like, walk past my parents every day and not say anything. No, I mean, that's, that's, a, that's a death sentence. I'm not going to do that. What I did is I just, I just made sure I didn't see them. And I came out when they weren't yeah, out and went back in the room. Okay, I, just, yeah. I was avoiding them, essentially. No, I, of course I can do that to my parents. I, I'm, I'm not that bold, even at my age now. No way. I still wouldn't do it. Like I, That's just, first of all, it's right. disrespectful. I'm aware of that. But yeah. if I just need to separate myself before I mess up and say something, I, I'm going to regret later. I just got to put my, like, separate myself from them and all. It just could never work. Like, no, 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 no. no Especially no. not with my mom. My mom loves to do, talk shit She would call friends. my name. Call talk shit about her friends. Okay, another topic I wanted to talk about was dating life. So were you guys allowed to have girlfriends, like, in high school? Um, I mean, nah, but, like, I, I, okay, so, like, my senior year, I kind of did. And, like, they figured out, I think, like literally but right when I was about to graduate and they were just kind of like they sat me down and they I was they were surprised they handled it surprisingly well I think because they knew it wouldn't last so they're just like literally <laughs> that's what my parents say now they're all like now my dad was my dad said like uh, he told me this like reason he's like yeah the reason why uh, you know I just knew it wouldn't last I told your mom it's not going to last <laughs> Um, and so like, like they just beds. exactly so like but like I didn't it was it was it, it I didn't like go on like dates like that and stuff so it wasn't like like a real how do I explain it like it wasn't 
because her parents weren't cool with her dating so like it wasn't like a necessarily a secret um a real like dating relationship and all that um but mm-hmm. i think um now i can you know what i'm saying like if i wanted to like i, I don't know when yeah. I, when the moment was i think maybe when i when i went to college like you can do whatever you want but like i don't i don't know yeah no nah, i mean no nah, i mean same thing here like they never let me they always just said that comes later and I, to be honest with you, I've never really had a sit-down conversation about dating and girls with my parents at all. And luckily for me, I have two older siblings who are like five years, nine years older than me. So they're the ones who I kind of go to for that type of stuff. But like, mm-hmm. and it's kind of annoying because I don't know when the conversation is going to happen. Like, I think that's something like your dad should sit you down and have a it conversation with you. Like, never happen. I don't think it's going to happen. I, I, I don't know how to break it. Thing, I think, no, I think, I think, no, it's going to happen when he's just like, okay, you know, when I'm about to getting ready to marry somebody and like, these are the expectations I have for you. Like, you, you, this has to okay. be this type of woman because of course, like, I mean, at least for my family, you got to get their blessing. You got to get the blessing, yeah. Before you can go through with I it. Wonder, wait, so, I, also, I also wonder, though, like, because it's definitely different for girls, right? Like, my I, dating like, life I know was with girls, like, Exactly. And, bro, like, I don't know how to explain this, but I just feel like... You said she likes to talk shit about you to her friends or what? No. My mom likes to talk shit about her friends to me. Really? Mm-hmm. So you just can't avoid that. So I can't avoid it. So what... But then, like, I, I found a way, now that I'm older, mm. that if she comes in here, but after she's pissed me off, I'm like, oh, no. Find someone else to talk to. Really? You can tell your mom to leave your room. Oh, yeah. No. I'm close. With, like, me and my mm. mom's relationship has got, have gotten, like, I don't know. It's less, like, what it was. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. now I, I literally, like, mom, like, go away. And also, she spends... Uh her time on the phone with other people so of course yeah no my mom's always talking on the phone but no I'm I like, can how never much do could that. you like, possibly the thing about me and my parents and they always say like it's just really i don't know why they say this they're like i'm your parent but we're not friends well, we're, not like, we're not classmates we're not classmates am i your age mate am i your age mates i'm like okay <laughs> i understand but we can't we can't be cool or something like it's <laughs> <should be> like <laughs> A very like th- that's not a healthy relationship. Like <laughs> oh, I, we can't yeah, talk about dude. you know just like everyday shit. Like nah, I can't <laughs> talk about normal <laughs> stuff. It's always hey, good morning, good night. How are your um, grades? How was school? How are your grades? Okay, that's nice. You have a test. And exactly, have you have a test. Yeah, and that's it. No, that's not a good relationship to have. No, oh, not at all. I told my mother yesterday because um, we were talking about quarantine, and they're like super overprotective about me like going anywhere versus my sister because mm-hmm. like me like having pre-existing conditions whatever i'm like i get it but i'm also just like have you ever asked me how my mental health is and she literally was like what do you mean i was like have you ever asked me how my mental health is like they don't they don't know what that they don't know what that is they're like what what the hell if you say if you say you have bad mental health they'll be like why you should be happy like you haven't provided for you is it not enough (laughs) she was like she literally uche she literally was like you know what then i can just refer you to uche's dad i'm like so you want me to talk to uche's nigerian dad about my problems like he's gonna care about it like he's not gonna call you he's done with my meeting i'm Mm. like no like i literally hate having the psychiatrist of a dad Mm. because like a psychiatrist yes and i have raging adhd okay it's like raging and like my dad just refused (laughs) to believe it was real and i was like dad i literally can't pay attention but then my psychiatrist of course is my dad's like nigerian like other psychiatrist like bfm and i'm like 
listen. Uh, like I go to an appointment for what? Like mm-hmm. I, they tell me and they're like, but he's like, I already talked to your dad. So I'm like, why am I even here? I'm just because mm-hmm. I right. So talking right. to the same person, uh, I'm not getting a new perspective. No, I'm just getting my dad's perspective through someone mm-hmm. else's mouth. Somebody else's words. Yeah. Some Nigeria girls like survive, dude, because literally like, <laughs> bro, because yeah, the expectation I, 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 is so high. So Exactly. They're asking to do miracle working. Okay. Exactly. Right. Like, and like for, for girls, I feel like, okay, if I bring like a girl to my parents, I don't know. They're probably going to be like, oh, is she a Christian? Uh, what's her yep. job? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, that's it. Mm-hmm. I don't even think they're gonna like. I don't even think, like, does she cook? Does she? Is she respectful? Hopefully, yeah. like, like um, surprisingly, my dad's like my my dad was like, you know, she doesn't have to be Nigerian, right? And I was like, hmm, like that's a new. Oh, that's really interesting. Yeah. I was gonna ask yeah. that they like yeah. prefer. Nah, I mean, my dad's the opposite. He says Nigerian. Ebo, like he needs, he might even he he like he's like, and if, if she's from the same state as you as well, that'd be that'd be great. But I'm like I'm like, look, man, I don't I don't know if I can really do that. But like at least for me, like my preference is to be with a Nigerian woman anyway. So luckily, that's not going to be that that hard of a conversation mm-hmm. with my dad. So I don't really got to worry yeah. about that. But um, no, that's that's the one thing I do know in terms of dating and all that, at least for the future. It's like, those are the expectations. And like Obi said, um, oh, is she, you know, is she God-fearing and all that? Is she respectful? Mm-hmm. You know, does she does she respect her own parents or stuff like that? Because so she will be able mm-hmm. to respect you. That's pretty much all that's gone. But like, ever since I was younger, they were just like, if I ever try to bring up a girl, they just kind of shot it down. They're like, you're not ready for that yet. You're not ready for that. Yeah. Even now, even now, like my mom has said it here and there. He's like, hey, you better stay away from some from girls now because you need to focus on your education. I'm, I'm like, I'm like, all right. But I mean, now I'm in college. I'm away from them. I can technically do what I want. So it's whatever. And when they see it, I don't think they're going to be like, Oh, I mean, like, what really can they do, right? They, they can't. can't do they can't tell you, oh no, you need to break up with her now immediately or something like that. No, they can't. They can't do that. So I think it's just they'll yeah. eventually just be like, ah, it's your life. You do what you got to do. But that's mm-hmm. like so far what I know on that on that topic. Yeah, I mean, I was always told that I had to wait to, till college to have a boyfriend, and like, mm-hmm. I would bring him home from college, and like they would get to meet him, and like this whole thing. And I'm just like, I don't even know what y'all are going to be like. Like, my dad, my dad is like, because I'm obviously, I'm like a daddy's girl. Like, my my mom is way more strict on me, but like, Mm -hmm. so my dad, like, I never got to talk. I just never got to talk. It's never going to happen. It's fine. Like, they're just never going to talk to me about that kind of stuff. So... I just like I'm very interested to see what it's gonna be like. Like my sister, who's six years old, older than me, and she's the oldest in out of all my siblings. Mm-hmm. She has never had a boyfriend either, so she hasn't. I don't know what it's gonna be like when one of us mm-hmm. brings a guy over. Like how they're gonna react, like what their expectation is. But considering the way my mom treats my brothers, I don't think they. I don't think it's gonna be that hard. Do they do they care about your brothers bringing home girls or anything like that? Or no, and that's the thing yeah. is my brother had a girlfriend in high school and they didn't care. Really? Like, yeah, so that's where I'm like this whole like double standard thing where like the guys are just kind of like they can kind of do whatever they want, mm-hmm. and that's also why I'm like I don't know if I want to date a Nigerian guy because you have to suss them out. Like, there's some that are mm-hmm. definitely going to be very traditional and are yeah. going to expect me to do all the work mm-hmm. in the house. Exactly. There's some and that don't there's that. some that are too, too like much. they haven't really not not broken under their parents like the parenting 
like styles or all like that. Cause like I had older siblings and they, they kind of got out of it a little bit. So I followed what they were doing, but like there's some that like to say like maybe only child or something like that, where all they know yeah. about living life is straight up what their parents do. And sometimes that can be like some toxic things that you don't want. So like, I understand you on that front. It really be like that. My dad would literally like laugh in my face. <laughs> yeah. Like, no. And then like, I didn't really ever have the talk, but I was like, yeah, like, probably not gonna, like I had it like dead set in my mind. I was like, Nigerian, not for me, simply not it. <laughs> but like, I need to have my jollof rice and that's just that. But we can make it. Yeah, you can make it. You know? Listen, make no, it. I'm not the flyest person in the kitchen. I'm not no, gonna lie. Yes. That's true too. That is true. So my mom was like, "When the time is right, we'll find you a nice Nigerian guy." I was like, "Oh, they uh-huh. said they'll find you. They'll find you Fine. one." Find. Yeah, I said no, find me. That's the problem. No, You're not gonna you. find me anybody. I'll find my. I'll find my. I'll own find my own way. way. Like I like, find. I'll find that myself. This isn't back in the day I'm when good. you just like set up. Really, yeah, you set up really. You brought somebody to them and they had no choice. Like it's up to us to exactly. to make that decision. No, like, my parents yeah. like met. Like they they weren't like mm-hmm. set up. And my mom's mom is white, so I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, where did you like, come from? Like why? Exactly. Like, well, back to like high school though. Were you? Did you guys have any like talking stages you kept away from your parents the day you went through, or, or not? Nah? No, like I would have had a talking. <laughs> I'll just say, it. like I would have so done it, but like the boys were not interested, and that's mm-hmm. just oh no, we were literally hard and I was really yeah. ugly. So <laughs> I was going through a really awkward stage. Yeah, like my entire really? life. <laughs> Our yeah, first, the best of like, us, male you know? interaction yeah. in college. Like, also, just... we had some, like, the school we went to, like, I'm not going to lie, it wasn't even, like, the guys were all that stellar. Mm. They're all, like, <laughs> they were, like super granola, no, like, like oh, man. Trump supporters, Trump supporters like, in the bathroom. Wait, y'all, like, wait, y'all from Vegas, what, what high school did y'all go to? Bishop Gorman. Okay, because I went to, I went to De La, De La Salle and, um, California. I think we played you guys a bunch oh, of times. That sounds so Yeah, like yeah. we had like big games that, against y'all, and like one of them mm-hmm. we lost, and it was you guys like whooped our ass, and then y'all came here. Uh-huh. That was another game. Nah, that I, definitely we, sounds we, familiar. It sounds like something. Yeah. You guys are like, you guys are similar in like the ratio of like people there. It's just predominantly white and yeah. just rich white people, Trump supporters, and all that. Like, so, exactly. Rich, right? Like, people came to school with like Ferraris and I'm like why is that yeah. your first car and I'm like, like why is yeah. it necessary exactly and like anytime I tell my parents it's like they wouldn't they would never let me get anything a luxurious car like that just for like I don't know raising me right I guess or like I don't want to spoil you too much and I'm right. like damn like I understand but like when I pull up to the parking lot and I see just dude next to me in an Audi <laughs> dude next to me in a BMW I'm just like alright well this is it is what it is I mean I guess I'm, I'm, I'm learning the right way their standards yeah. like, it'd be nice of course you know to get rides that's why I, I had to get my own bro because like i just couldn't like because they weren't gonna like when i was younger you know give me those kind of things because you know the whole like you want to be raised the right way mm-hmm. um but like i think i wanted to say about like our talking stages uh do y'all ever like i mean 
Okay, so like when you went to college, your, did your parents? Because my my dad literally randomly called me one day and said this, but like, did your parents ever like talk to you about like doing anything in college or like dating college or just even like nothing? Absolutely, like, sex. Ever. Yeah, like okay, I would not, never yeah, want to sure. talk about sex with my parents. Bro, That's okay, terrible. One day, one day I was like, <laughs> I think I don't know if I was all at home. I think. No, nah, yeah, I think no, nah, no. I was, I was, I was in college, and like, I just get a call over talking. And then my dad's like, "Yeah, you know, there's something I wanted to talk to you over Thanksgiving break, but I just didn't get the chance." And I was just like, "Okay, what?" And he's just like, you know, like, he's just like, you know, like, um, I know how college is. I know what you kids be doing. Uh, just remember, I always use protection. And I'm just like, and I was like, I was like, huh? And he's just like, yeah, I'm just like, what? I was just like, oh, okay. I'm like, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. Like, and then, like I just kind of like changed the subject because I was like, I, this is so out of nowhere. Like, I'm, Dude, literally, I was surprised because I thought my mom was just going to be like, literally no sex till you're married. Because we grew up, I grew up in like a Catholic. Mm-hmm. My mom's Christian, yeah. my dad's Catholic. Mm-hmm. But like, my mom literally was just like, just don't use birth control. Like, just mm-hmm. make sure like you're doing condoms instead of birth control. And I was like... Huh? Mm. <laughs> oh, okay. Bro, okay, oh, okay, this, okay, got the, it. The crazy, like with that Nigerian parents, there's like a whole other side to them that we don't know anything that we about. Don't even know. Know. And I don't think they're ever gonna tell me. Like they're oh, never gonna tell me. I don't me. think I wanna know. I, I just assume. I just. I, I, I assume they just had the perfect upbringing. They're just the perfect mm, child, bro. and then everything they came up. Maybe they weren't, but like that's all I know about I my just dad. Don't know. Right now. And I, yeah, I don't want to know. So I, I'm fine. I'm fine with this perspective that I have now. Okay. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Um, okay sorry go ahead no no I was just gonna add on to like what you're saying with Obi like I mean they never hit me up ever I I haven't even talked to my parents about like college life and it's like dang but I mean like I said I have an older brother so that's what I go to for that information but it'd be nice to just at least hear them you know talk about it with me at least once but it is what it is were you guys allowed to like party and stuff like in high school like did they talk about parties be like drinking and all that kind of stuff yeah my mom was more like the yeah, and I mean, at least my school, I I wasn't even down for that type of stuff because it was just like a bunch of like rich white people in their houses and then their type of parties mm-hmm. is just not my vibe. And I can't even really say it's not my vibe because at that point I didn't go to any parties, but it wasn't until I got to college and the party type of parties I went to there where it's like, it's music and it's dancing and like, yeah, that's it. Those are the ones fun. I went to. Like, yeah, that's my vibe. Like, then I look back on it because like, they didn't let me go places. And anytime I'd ask, I don't even remember this vividly was after senior prom night. Like we got back from the, the place we all went to, right? And um, mm-hmm. there was like an after party that I, I brought. I brought my change of clothes and everything. I was getting ready, and I call my mom. Wow. I'm like, "Hey, I'm about to go to this thing." They're like, "Are you going where?" I'm like, <laughs> "I'm about to go to this after party. That's where all my friends are at, right?" Yeah. And then they're like, "You're coming home." I'm like, I'm, "What do you mean I'm coming home? This is my this is my only experience to you know have something like this." And mm-hmm. then it was just a fight, and I'm like, "You know what? Yeah, What's the point of even fighting?" It was like 1 a.m. Okay, I'll go home and then like you look at and I look at like the snap stories and all that or those type of parties and it's like I don't know I don't even know where my place would be because like for personally like for me I don't I don't smoke and I don't drink or anything like Same. that so like yeah. I just when I go to that type of stuff I kind of just be standing around just seeing people okay. just wilding out and stuff like just looking around and see people wild out so it'd be kind of just it'd be kind of awkward to be honest with you mm-hmm. yeah I just think I yeah no I didn't go to parties. Not that I was also allowed to. Mm. 
But do you remember, Chi, when we came back sophomore, <laughs> sophomore spring semester and uh-huh. so our dear roommates, not them the most, accidentally left alcohol just, just in the fridge. Uh, and the freezer. So uh, her mom is coming into the fridge, right? And I like opened the fridge and I was like, shit. Mm. So like, okay, well, here's, okay, no, okay, let me set this up right. <laughs> so my parents, usually spring semester, your parents don't come to drop you off. Like they don't come oh, to yeah, the because your stuff's already there. But this time my parents came because like I had gone on medical leave fall semester. And so I ended up, it was like unexpected. So I left all my stuff there. But they were they just wanted to like come in and like mm-hmm. make sure everything was okay. But I was like Uche, because there was like a picture on my door that said oh, like yeah. cheers fuckers. And I was like, you have to go take that down. Like you need to go first, go up the stairs and like take that down and then we'll like follow in. Mm-hmm. And so Uche goes first, sees the, the alcohol in the fridge, freaks out, like leaves it there, which like I would freak out. No, I, I moved no it time. to the freezer. Oh, you the freezer yeah. because I was like, oh, she's not going to open the freezer. Like what's going to be in the freezer? Little did I, my ass is so wrong. Mm. The second thing she opened was the freezer. Just and it was like pitifully so many. There were like seven, <laughs> and she just, just kept pulling them out. It was like she goes, "Cheenix." Now did y'all like, like did y'all like lie and say like, "Oh, it's my roommates." Well, I mean, it wasn't. Yeah, no, right. it was really our roommates. It That's really was. the team because I don't drink or smoke either. So I was like, mm-hmm. "I'm not taking the fall for you, bitches again." Mm-hmm. Like. Listen, man. Because they had gotten caught earlier for weed, like, and so they got called, like, our room got, um, what do you call it? Written up. Written up. And so my and parents found out about it. Mm. Yeah, she wasn't even there. Like, I was really sick. That's when I was, like, dying. And so yeah. I wasn't a part of it. But they found out that we got written up for smoking. So they were already, like, sus about my roommates. And then that happened. And it was a whole thing. They, like, tried mm-hmm. to move me out of the room, like, that day. They were, like, contacting like, the RD and shit. And I was like, oh, what do you want me to do? Like, I just yeah. fucking got here. Like, mm-hmm. it was it a whole worse. thing. There were more bottles under the um, kitchen yeah. sink. They, they ended up finding In the recycling. Bottles. So it just looked... And your dad's, like, taking pictures and, like, texting them to my dad. And I'm like... Yeah, it was, like, a whole thing. I was like, what are y'all hey. doing? Doing mm. the most. Doing yeah, I mean, wait, so like, okay, I'm guessing that y'all shared fridges. That's probably why they assumed it was yours. Because like my my roommate was a whole different type of person from my lifestyle. I just had like water in my fridge, and I was just I was pretty much it. But he had like literally everything you can think of. So mm-hmm. like if he yeah. got caught with stuff, like I look at my parents and be like, look, I mean, we got two different sides of the room. So I don't know how you're gonna yeah. look at me and be like, you know. Oh, what are you doing? Like, no, that's that's his life. We we're separate. Exactly. And like me and my roommate, right. we weren't really like that He's close. Guilty but, by association. Exactly. But then they'll say like, "Oh, you're guilty." Like, I I I I can only believe I can't you so much. You. Exactly. exactly. I can't trust you. But nah, it is the evidence it is. is overwhelming. Exactly. Yeah. Can't do nothing about that. Yeah. Can't help your fears. Mm-hmm. Um. The last yeah. thing I wanted to talk about was like keeping up your appearance. So. I know for at least my brothers, my parents were always like, you can't have a beard. Your hair has to be shaved a certain way. Like, so how was it for you guys? Yeah, he, my brother oh, he has a beard. <laughs> no, he, he uh, finessed them though. He's also like the fucking princess of the house, so they don't care. But <laughs> what about you guys? Uh, I mean, for me, like, I mean, we couldn't like, when we were young, we couldn't like, 
braid and twist our hair and stuff like we had like clean cuts you know the nigerian you look like, 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 like a gang member yeah yeah oh <laughs> but um now it's a little bit different i mean there's still certain things i can't do and i won't even really try because i just i mean it's i just don't feel it. like it's not worth it but like like for yeah. i can't get tats i can't get my ears pierced um i could probably do something i'm probably i'm gonna probably like braid my hair but not like in dread just like but like i'll probably do something with it um i also uh the beard thing i just couldn't grow one until like i got to like um, <laughs> so like i came to college and it was feel. just like just gross and they're like nice you look like a man must, must be nice must be nice bro must hey know. bro just, it'll come it's, soon my time will come eventually bro you know oh <laughs> um, just keep praying bro trust me one day you'll wake up you'll just be like oh shit oh shit, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah yeah maybe four years down the line all right <laughs> is what it is but you know um yeah like that was definitely a big thing like they're like you don't want to be your you don't want to be look like a gang member like mm-hmm. bro like my parents mm-hmm. follow me on instagram so what? Like, what? Yeah. Your friends have Instagram? Yes. Instagram? I don't know. Like, because I, I think when we were younger, we we're like, oh yeah, it's funny. Like, you don't know how to use it, and now they know how to use it. So it's like, oh my god. Oh god. But, like, oh, no. I remember, like, I was I posted something, and I came home, and my parents, my I was chilling with my dad, and he was like, oh, I was supposed to ask you about something. Your mom was worried because she saw you <laughs> posted, and you put your hands up, like, and we thought, are you like in a game? And you then the like, now? are you in a gang? And now, like, and this, I was, the picture. You talking about his hands are just like this. Like, it's not even doing anything. Exactly. And like, yeah. And I was just like, are you? And then I don't. I got so mad. Wait, that's and then I was so like, funny. Oh my I was god. So serious. And I was just like, I got so bad. But I was like, whoa, like chill. I'm just asking a question. I was like, what kind of question is that? Like, I'm, I'm in school. Like, like yeah, what like, gang am I gonna be? Wait, like, why do you? At gang time like that? Exactly. Like, why do you think? And yeah, we go to school at in LMU and like, Westchester. So like, right. there's, no, there's no gangs there. But anyway, my fist is like exactly, down the street. Exactly. But like, what? Where do you think that like stems from? Like. Why do you think they associate those type of things with like gang life and stuff like that? Like, I don't even know how that came into their minds, you know? They just think of Tupac and then they're just like, I mean, I'm thinking about like when my parents first came to America, it was probably around like the 80s, I want to say. Mm. So, like, Tupac and like Biggie, mm, like true. other rap, big true. rappers that were popular, mm. kind of gave them that idea. Mm-hmm. But and I feel like now it's kind of just evolved into like style, and they just don't see it as that. It's, so it's like 20, it. 30 years from then. Times have changed. Exactly. Like I, I battled with. So like to answer the question, um, the biggest thing that annoyed me so much probably like, because like I've had my hair grown out probably since like 2011 or 2012. So um, my mom, I one day I just decided hey, I'm gonna grow my hair out, and they didn't have a problem with me having hair, but like mm-hmm. they had problems with length, and they even they yeah. assu- like they associated length with looking like a hoodlum. Like raggedy, so like I'm like, and when I tell them, like, you understand, there's other people in my school who have like hair like this, not even like this, like much bigger than mine, and they're they're good people, like like, they're good people, and like, bro, what does it matter if I'm doing well in school? (laughs) Who cares? Who cares what people think of me? Like, I'm 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 holding my own, so like, Mm -hmm. what does it even matter? No, for sure. 
the biggest thing that annoyed me probably throughout high school was um, not even like dreading your hair, but straight up just like using a sponge to curl it, just curl it. Like even just like, that's very like basic now, just to like keep some curls yeah. instead of just like the basic fro. And my right. mom just thought like, nah, you're gonna, you look like a gang. Of course, like you look like a gang member, you know, um, how your teacher's gonna look at you and stuff like that. And this is in high school. Yeah. And like, like yeah. we had like a football school, there were like a, there were a good amount of black people there yeah. and they all had those type of hairstyles. Mm-hmm. And it's like, nobody first of all they don't care as much as they think they do they exactly. really don't they don't look at your hair and be like hmm well, okay this is that that well. one is That's that was a problem mm-hmm. exactly right. i had a big problem with that and then of course the norm i can never tattoo myself they just think i'm, or, I'm damaging the body that god gave me yeah Which, i mean sure. i understand i don't want i don't yeah. want a tattoo so i'm not even gonna fight mm-hmm. that um ears pierce it's whatever i can't do that as well but yeah. um yeah no the twisting the hair thing was annoying and then I think it was like when I got to college and I left the house and I'm like, all right, I'm not at home. I'm going to buy myself this and I'm going to twist my hair as much as I want. And then I came mm-hmm. home with it like twisted and then my mom didn't care. And I was like, okay, well, this is one of those things, I guess, that they've, they've changed. She's like, you know what? If you want to twist your hair, if you want to do what you want to do, do it. Exactly. I can't, I, could, they, I can't really stop you. Right. Yeah. Um, exactly. And then so it's weird. So it's like, once I got that, like, okay. Right. I was like, okay, I want to take it a step further. So like, I, oh, it's like, I wanted to braid my hair and twist it, which I did. And I, I know I can never come home with that. I can't. So oh, hopefully right. that's just going to be one of those things that I do. Like when I'm at campus, when Whenever the hell we're gonna go back um mm. when we're at campus and then i know like i'm not gonna go home but before i go home i gotta take it out there's no oh, competition okay. about that so like i i had it i had it um this year in march like a week before the whole world just shut down mm-hmm. so like yeah. I, you know out of nowhere i was like oh shit you gotta go back home so i had un- i had it for like That's a week and i had to untwist it again i'm like dang this you know this lasted for a while but no nah, those are the those are the biggest things um for me and there's like a little s- small things here like you can't mm-hmm. some random so like you can't wear a tank top outside and they get associated you with hoodlums as well it, it doesn't make sense it doesn't make sense like Saggy pants is like they're gonna exactly oh yeah, and of course not like why why, why? Of course not. yeah like what are you trying to do like yeah no it was it was a problem mm-hmm. for sure but like um my mom said something hella funny the other day when i was on the phone with her for some reason and i don't know why some people think like this he she thinks that if biden wins this election essentially mm-hmm things are going to go back to what was considered normal before Trump's presidency. Like almost like people yeah, aren't going to like profile you and stuff like that, which is definitely false. People will yeah, still continue to do it. Gonna, exactly. Yeah. So she's like, key. she's like, yeah. So, cause like, I haven't cut my hair in a while. So like, yeah, you know, the hair you have now, you know, you, you gotta, you can't, you can't keep that up, especially now, but you know, when Biden gets elected and then you can do whatever you want and nobody, <laughs> nobody's going to, nobody's going to profile you. I'm like, like, are you like, are you serious right now? Like, that's just, <laughs> If anything, I'm gonna just do it now. I just want you to know nothing's nothing is really gonna change on that front. Yeah. Like exactly. if somebody was gonna profile me because of my hair, they're still gonna do it after November third. Exactly. It doesn't make anything exactly. gonna be changed the whole Biden's world. Exactly. Exactly. Like racism isn't just gonna Get disappear. Disappear. It was a good run. Yeah. I'm out, y'all. Like yeah, after 400 years. Exactly. No, that's not how it works. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. I feel like ours is, I mean, hair at least was pretty. It was yeah, pretty yeah. convenient. Yeah. I, we can, we uh, can do whatever. Like, I dyed my hair. So I was like, yeah. In like eighth like, grade. And I was like, I want to dye my hair. Yeah. Like, it was pretty run. chill. Yeah. And, but tattoos and piercings is, is oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Listen, I literally, the second I got to college, I pierced oh. my nose and I just did it like whatever. Start before and, like, you got to college. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. So the second I turned 18, I think it was like two months after I turned 18, after I graduated high school, I got a tattoo and I didn't tell my parents at all, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then when I got sick, I was like in the hospital and like my mom was like cleaning because I had like surgery in that area, of course, in that area. So my mom was like a nurse and she was like helping out to like clean the area and she ended up seeing it and finding out. She didn't like freak out, but I think that was because I was like dying. So she like yeah. gave me the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. Um, update, I ended up getting two more during quarantine because I was having a self-identity oh, crisis. They you better still hope they're not, they don't accidentally it. tune into this. No. Oh, they prior no, promise they will not. No. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> they will not. <laughs> Could you um, Oh, like the our gates of hell would open. <laughs> no, my dad, my dad tries to listen oh, to one of my episodes. Was he's like, let me, let me listen to it. And oh, I was, heck no! Yeah, so he just like started it, and then he just no, started trailing scene. off. It doesn't like it's, it's just like I mean I know we're like trying to kind of changing subjects on that point, but in terms of like the podcast, like I told my parents. So I told my dad about it and my sister was home. This is the beginning of quarantine, obviously, when we started. Mm-hmm. And I told him and he was just like, Well, what is it? Podcast. I'm like, <laughs> right. like, okay, well, this isn't gonna be that hard one to hide away from. Yeah, he no. doesn't even know what the hell's going on. So he's like, Oh, are you on the radio? I'm like, <laughs> I mean, not necessarily no, but hey, if we get on the radio someday, I'll be dope. I'll let you know. Yeah. Exactly, let I'll let you know. know, but nah, no. And then even my mom. Like that one was telling her I had a podcast and she's like, what do you, what are you guys going to talk about it? I was like, oh, I mean, we're going to talk about issues that are relevant to people our age, that type of stuff. Um, and then she was like, let me listen. I'm like, um, I'm like, nah, nah, this is, this is, it's just not for you. You know, she's like, what do you mean it's not for you? Oh, does, does, does Obi's, Obi, I bet Obi lets his parents listen to it. I'm like, what is, and what I is, did. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, I didn't want her to know that. Cause then she's like, you're going to let me listen. I'm like, I was like, what does Obi's parents have to do with my situation? Okay. <laughs> right. Like, like, like all right. it's, it's, it's all good. But like, I mean, I'll tell them that, you know, we're doing well. We're still holding it down here and there. Uh, my dad understands. He's like, it's a, they wouldn't understand what we're talking about anyways because it's not yeah. their life experiences. <laughs> but, like, nah, like, I I don't necessarily hide it, but it's just one of those things that, you know, you got to keep separate. Like, this is my own yeah. thing. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we made our podcast as a way to, like, escape because, mm-hmm. obviously, mm-hmm. we are both home. And mm-hmm. as much, much as we do have siblings to talk to, it's just, like, we want to vent about our parents. That's why it's called mm-hmm. parental advisory. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... To have them listen to our podcast would just be, would be completely so, yeah, going against go everything. Against it would it would basically expose ourselves. It would expose in the ourselves. Mm-hmm. And but I'm we were simply like, not ready for that. Mm-hmm. No, but we were like, maybe we can make like a family friendly like like yeah, big podcast. Big <laughs> podcast. Make a whole another one that you show them. Well, we just talk exactly. about Jesus exactly. and how much we love him. <laughs> just talk about God. It's a really talk about God, our relationship with him. Yeah, like that's basically. so nosy. He's always like. He's always asking questions. Like, how's the podcast? Can I hear it? Nah. Can I listen? <laughs> I was like, Oh, wait, so wait, do they, do they know you have, they had they know you have one though? They know because we planned it out so that they would just never be home when mm-hmm. we were like doing the podcast. Reporting. But like it always ended up working out that they were always home while we were mm-hmm. recording. So it's this very low key thing. And mm-hmm. my mom just like walks in and just like asks questions and is like oh, <laughs> filming and i'm like no not yet 
It's too early to ask Because, like, I mean, y'all record, right? But, like, do they overhear you? Like, and hear what, or you, you don't know, really? Uh, surprisingly not. Mm. My dad is asleep. I spoke pretty loud, but, oh, yeah, her dad is so asleep. Yeah. Like, you can hear the snoring in the back. He's so asleep. <laughs> like, actually, sometimes in the podcast, you just hear random shit going on in her house. I mean, yeah, we do the best that we can with what the we have, God. but. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Not feel y'all, but like, I mean, uh, like they'll ask about it here and there. And then like when I was at home during quarantine and all that, um, well, here's the thing. I never told them the name of it because if I tell them the name, then they can, they'll find it. And they, they will, if they like, my mom, my dad won't care. My mom is the nosy one. So my mom will figure <laughs> out, figure out that there's a podcast app on her phone <laughs> and then just type it in and then. And then, then I'm, I mean, I mean, they'll we don't see even your talk face. about exactly, like exactly. They'll literally see our faces there in exactly. cartoon form. So, uh, like, I mean, at that point, but we don't, we don't talk about that much stuff that's like really, like, out of pocket. But yeah, um, it's just kind mm-hmm. of those things. Like, I just don't, I don't want them to know that side of me. Like, they, I just want them it's, to know, like, no, it's better. Like the, the part exactly. that they want to see is mm-hmm. what I like. That's the part there. That's the part home. you see. So, like, exactly. And, um, that. and that would okay. That kind of leads me to another question for y'all. Like, how? Like transparent are you guys with like your parents? Zero percent. Zero. No, Uche, that is a lie. That is a fucking lie. That is a fucking lie. I'm zero percent. Uche's like fifty percent. That's a lie. I'm zero percent. Any reason? No, that's such a lie. Okay, no, no, no. I am zero percent with Jerome. Okay. Maria's too nosy, okay? I can't be zero. But you just you but crack under pressure. I do, do not crack. crack under pressure? <laughs> okay, so I do okay. not crack. I systematically choose my battles, okay? okay. I choose my battles. That's a way to put it. Okay, you, you guys, can't win them all. The only reason, the only reason my parents knew that there was like my roommates got our roommates got caught for weed was because Uche no, did not throw me on. I did not tell my mom, Ooh. and her mom told my no. mom. And uh-uh. my mom she, she exposed you. Like, wasn't you. We are, first we are of all. I only I only told my mom to save myself, okay? Because <laughs> I don't mm. care about my roommate, okay? Because mm. I'm not gonna deal with the wrath of my parents. So I saved Very myself. True. I told them Which up I get. front because if I didn't tell mm. them up front, then they'll think I'm a drug dealer, okay? And that's yeah, it. Yeah, you're, right, you're not right. Yeah, if you if you that's one of those things where if you're truthful about it, then they no, you're not. There's nothing to really hide. Exactly. So okay, I understand that's both true, perspectives. But yeah. Then I understand yours. It's like it's I mean, not my that's, fault. That's, that's supposed to friends. stay low low key. Yeah, nah. I, See, I'll that's the you. thing is like, yeah, you're closer with your mom, so you can tell your mom things. But like, literally, I can't tell my parents. They still yeah. think that like I'm this like golden child from when I was like oh, in elementary school. Like, mm. they know nothing about me, and it's fine. I've come to accept it. Like, it's cool, you know. Like, like you said earlier, you know, when your parents are always like, "I'm your, I'm your parent," like I'm not your friend. And you don't feel the need to like talk to them like that. Exactly. And like when you have siblings to talk to, then it's just like my siblings are my friends. Like, my parents <laughs> are my caregivers, and I get it. Like, yeah. It's chill. Yeah, for me, it's like, yeah. I, I just pretty much like. I mean, it was pretty open. Like it got like it's it's gotten like pretty open. If I want to talk about something, but there's just certain things that I don't feel like because, mm-hmm. I mean. <laughs> 
it's like, okay, you just have to make a decision. Do you want to have somebody listen to you? Do you want to be lectured? So sometimes I'm just like, I don't really feel like being lectured on this. So like, I'll just keep it to myself. Like, like, because it's like a blessing to have like, you know, people who are wise in your life and be like, okay, like I can help you with this. But sometimes you don't want just people to tell you what to do. You just want to listen to me. You just want to rant. Listen to my problems. And like, yeah, I mean, like they're your parents. So like, I kind of think about it like this. If my kid like would tell me something that they're struggling with my my first instinct might be like okay let me guide you so that you can get through it but sometimes it's just kind of like yo let me just i hope things get better you know what i'm saying but i don't know a lot of nigerian parents i mean moms can be like that you know what i'm saying but dads uh, not so much you know what i'm saying but like it's 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 good like it's it's a good relationship like if i needed to tell them something i will you know what I'm saying? But that's I, good no. that's nice okay wait i have a question for you guys have you ever like fuck i just literally lost my entire train of oh yeah do your parents ever like like my dad okay let me phrase this so like my dad like he's doesn't do economics okay he's literally a doctor okay but like mm-hmm. i'm like doing my econ homework and he wants to like join in and be like oh my god like i remember economics your parents ever do that like join in <laughs> they don't know about like well <laughs> it's no. just like like one of the things my dad like is proud of me of is like i was just very very independent with schoolwork so like he never really like checked in and was like did you get your work done he kind of knew it was like you know, you know, you're, you have your priorities mm-hmm. set. So it's mm-hmm. do your homework. And that was it. I mean, when I was younger, like back in elementary school, he'd help. But that's like a normal parenting man. Maybe it was like simple stuff that I didn't understand. Mm-hmm. So he like he helped me out with that. But now, like, with, of course, I'm in college and during quarantine when we were still in school, it'd be like I'd be in my room for 10 hours straight if necessary, mm-hmm. getting my work done. Like, like, yeah, it's tough, bro. STEM is not fun. I regret this decision every day, but I'll keep it. I'm in it for the long run. I'm in it for the fight, but no, nah, he never or none of them really. They always act like, how can mm-hmm. I help? And I'm like, I mean, you know, emotional support, I guess, but emotional <laughs> I guess. They're like the emotionless people. Exactly. I, I yeah. Know, but no, I, like I'd be saying I'd be saying that just to answer their question. I don't expect yeah. it for them. I'm just gonna get through it myself. Right. Not nah, all the work and stuff, like that's just on me. It's all I, yeah, yeah. I take care of that. So nosy. Mm-hmm. Like that always comes in. Like barges <laughs> in. Like, can you see what you're doing? Like Can y'all lock your doors? No, my door okay, uh, so I moved lock downstairs. Lock my door. Uh, no. I used to have a lock upstairs. Mm. I moved downstairs since being back from college, mm. and there's no lock. Dang. Which that's is- one of the. That's one of those things, I guess. Yeah, because I lock my doors all the time, bro. It's kind of crazy, and I mean, they've always they always threaten me a bunch of times, like, "Oh, they gonna take it out," but it's just it's never happened. Uh, every, any, every I swear, every other Nigerian I tell them, they're like, "There ain't no way in hell I'm locking my door. I can't do that." I'm not allowed. Our doors don't even have locks. I think they do yeah, that on I'm looking at my door and no lock on it right now. She's <laughs> like, like, looking your door up and down. Like, damn. My, I think my my, da- my dad does this and he'll come in. My mom yeah. says like, just opens the door. Yeah, no, my my my, my mom doesn't even my knock. knock comes. No, no, right no. That's the thing. No, my parents go. My mom does this. She just like knock and then just come in the door. Like I don't even have an opportunity. <laughs> like, like, my, like, just, like don't don't knock. Don't knock. Exactly. What's the point? What's the point? Don't knock at that point. Just walk in. With my with my dad, like he doesn't even come to my room like that. Honestly, I was like, my parents never came. My parents never come to my room anymore. 
Like my dad purposely like says, I don't come to your room anymore because I'm assuming you like, they, they, they always, this was annoying. They always like assume that I always like to isolate myself, especially during like quarantine, which I don't know what else you expect from me. I'm at home and I'm just trying to get my schoolwork done. And this is like, this is how I'd be at at, at LMU. I'd be in my room a lot. Like I was like a quote unquote homebody really. I was just doing work all the time. I barely really went out, but Mm -hmm. yeah, he just was like, you know what, when he's in his room and his door is closed, I don't want to go over there. So I don't even really have that problem. But yeah, my parents are nice enough to knock at the door and like wait. But usually like That's usually like nice. the, Yeah, usually like the usually like the doors locked. The luxuries. Usually like the doors locked. So yeah, but no, I have to open it, of course. There's no way like a lot of maybe in like white families they'll be like, What is it? And like in no way I can no way I can say that shit. It's like no. Wait, I when just, your parents when your parents call you, do you have to say yes? Because I have to I have to be like I have yes. To say I can't yes. be like yeah. Yes, dad, yeah. yes, mom. And then, yeah, and then if you say yes, my dad is like, am I your mate? Remember, I'm your dad. Call me your dad. And I, I always vary sometimes and say it. Sometimes yeah. I don't say it. I try. I, I, I probably say, like, I'm coming or, like, mm. yes. I or, that. like. I say what? Uh, I mean, like. <laughs> I if I if I say what, so what? I I'll be what? Uh, yo, <laughs> hey, what go me your glasses, bro. I always, that, bro. I always say what because always. The, the thing is they'll say my name so silently. So be like, Uche, and I'll be like yeah, and then they'll be like Uche. I'm like yes, and then they'll be like Uche. I'm like what? <laughs> <laughs> Hell, exactly. I, hell I could no. never. I don't think I've. I don't think I've ever said what. I've never said I've what to my parents. Even um, in like the most heated arguments I got in, I, I'd still be like, okay, maybe I have said like, what is it? Probably like sometimes I was just I felt like a rebel, and I just I've, I've like, said it before. Say but that. Not, <laughs> I'm saying I've, yeah. I've said some wild things sometimes, but mm-hmm. I don't even get like, um, bro. I don't know when I stop getting like spanked and stuff. It was a long. It was a long time ago. But like, mm. I think I just stopped yeah. doing things that yeah, that warranted getting. Yeah. Exactly. Like, I was just like, like that, I'm just yeah. not gonna. You know, it's I didn't talk back. Work. You mm. know, and if I did talk back, I would do it in a very sly way. That <laughs> make me run. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. But like, yeah. it's just there's no point arguing with Nigerian parents. But like, mm. even oh, if you're no wrong, point. or I mean, even if you're right. right. You won't, you won't win. You won't win, bro. They will never, wrong. they will never admit that they're wrong. That's just oh, one of the no. things that's annoying. You can never explain yourself. You can, you can be <laughs> winning an argument. And they, exactly. And they're like, completely be winning. And I told mm-hmm. my mom this. I was like, "You're just being unreasonable." And she's like, "No, you're just stubborn." And I'm like, "No, you're mm-hmm. really just being unreasonable." Like, <laughs> as simple as that. I just don't know what to tell you. Like, I guess mm-hmm. I just kind of have to suck it up and move on. But yeah, that's yeah. what you gotta do. You just gotta. Yeah, there's no such thing as reason. What what they oh, exactly. <laughs> like no. what they say, what they say goes. Yeah. Ask why. Don't bother. Am I your ex- <laughs> like everything is like, like, ex- not, like explanation. Like I'm not trying to say we're based. I just want to yeah, have a conversation. Want to have a conversation. <laughs> like, exactly. But is no, I guess is it too but much? They to refuse add? to believe that we're adults too. So it's exactly. Like, well, they literally laugh in my face. <laughs> Just it's like they like, refuse to believe we're adults, but then they like expect us to do adult things to treat us like. That's what I'm time. saying. So like, and then I'll go to school and study. I'll study. It's like I'll study my major, and then I'll come back home and I'll explain things to them. They're like, "No, no, son, that's not how it goes." I'm like, "I, I, you, I, I, I'm, I I'm learning right. this. I, I, like, I, I, I'm learning this. <laughs> so like, I take classes." <laughs> 
Like I'm, yeah, I'm like yeah. they went to school in like they like I'm like calm down. I know. <laughs> you don't. Yeah. No. Uh, oh my. Crazy, I am. I'd be like they always pull the like like I've lived for this many years on this mm-hmm. earth and you've lived for this many mm-hmm. like how can I'm I not wild. have more wisdom yeah. than you I'm like, trying to pass like, on my wisdom it's, it's most definitely possible like y'all have been out of the school game for a while I'm, I'm fresh out and I ain't fresh, I'm still in it still in. so I'm still learning it so I don't know what you I'm mean by that learning. but no that whole adult I don't they're never gonna I don't even know what age it is they're gonna really consider us adults. Maybe maybe it's when we're married. Probably because, like, when you yeah when, when we find our yeah exactly when you move out because like now like cause I'm I'm technically still I mean I am a dependent so um mm-hmm. like they they are responsible for everything from exactly. like my tuition and everything so like exactly. I mean I can't fight them on that but at the same time like you guys gotta understand I'm growing into my own man to become my own man and stuff like that but like it gets really annoying and I mean I've only been back home from college what is it like three times now um including the quarantine. Um, mm-hmm. Whenever my dad would pull some like, you're just a kid type thing. Bro. It's just like no, this thing about going to college, right? Like I was away from them for a while, and then you just learn that there's certain things you don't even um, you don't even like fight them on, right? You're just like whatever. That will never really, change. Exactly. Never that's why. That's one of the things about quarantine was so like freaking tough because you were just there's yeah, nowhere bro, you so could go. Cool. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, like this exactly. You can't just leave. It's like this is what it is. This is literally what it is. So I just gotta deal with it. But it's just that's kinda of, that's probably why I did like I was a lot more quiet and kinda of isolated myself exactly. a little bit more because it's just like I, I don't wanna fight it anymore. Like if I'm here well hopefully if I'm here like I don't know, two, three months total out of the year, why am I fighting for those three months let me three just months. enjoy it while i'm home and then live my life when i'm out you know what I'm and become the person you're supposed to be away exactly exactly are y'all like a, um y'all you said you guys are at home right now right mm-hmm. yeah so like are you guys coming back to la are you guys staying there or like do you guys have like any sort of idea of what's gonna happen yeah so, so we're like currently plotting <laughs> just plotting. in case scheming if you will. Like, like scheming just in case the school like LA County is like you guys can't come back and we have mm-hmm. to we have to do our classes online. Mm-hmm. We're trying to figure out ways that we can still go back in the spring cuz yeah. can't do this. Otherwise our parents would let us stay here but we physically cannot stay here it's for too anymore. much. Not like, like a year and a half. Like I don't Come on now. It's, just like, like, it's not even brain like can't handle it. It's just like <laughs> even just for like our own development, right? Because like we're the only exactly. we're the only people who have gone through something like this. Like no nobody exactly. else knows what this is like besides us. So like that it literally stunts you because that's the whole thing about college you're supposed to learn how to live on you your become own become your person right? exactly. so especially like especially for y'all because like y'all are juniors right and if you guys were to stay at home till what is it next august and then no. you, what is that like two and a half years of being by yourself like 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 how does that prepare after, you and then after you graduate you're supposed to go in the real world like you're literally like what? i feel like how you're not ready exactly. no, we're not you're gonna be ready mm-hmm. but they like want it like my dad always like says he's like like i'm gonna make you ready I'm like, bro, what? No, why you can't. You can't. And he's like, I'm I'll, I'll let you move on. Yeah. I'm like, stop this nonsense. Like, I need to like grow up and myself. Yeah. Like, you can't just do it for me. Yeah. Right. Like, that's one of the points and like maybe like can put you all on game here if you guys want to convince your parents. Like, that's what I kind of told them. It's like, like me staying at home for the six months like this semester just wouldn't have been just beneficial seriously just for my growth and also also for school because like I wasn't 
really like focusing while I was at home because when I when I'm in my room, that's where I take all my classes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like that's the room I've been in for like ten years, and and I come back from school, it's just like I'm chilling. Like my bed's there and stuff. Sure. I need to be exactly. I need to be around in an area where I'm like separate from everybody, I'm, mm-hmm. and I'm around mm-hmm. other college students who are also grinding and stuff like that in school. So it's just like, it's a better like honestly, you just be like it's a better environment for me to be successful. Mentality, yeah. Straight up. We but, we totally agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We feel like LA is the place where LA in general is a city where everyone's kind of like making Grinding. moves and like doing mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, and yeah. you just feel so much more fucking motivated Productive. when you're there exactly. than at home. Cause like at home you're so used to this being like your vacation spot. Like you're exactly. here for like two weeks yeah. and then you go back. And you go back to your life. So like exactly. yeah. Mm-hmm. To do like college here is just so it's so it just feels it's so, so different. Mm-hmm. Cause you like mm-hmm. did high school too. here. Like, like, that's what you're saying. It's like it's like high school. High school. Like, <laughs> yeah, even, yeah. In, even in high school, you still have the opportunity to like go to school. You know, exactly. Like, yeah, exactly. Your house. You, like, you can like, leave. Like if you had sports after, you come back late exactly. at night. But like no, now like that's what's separated anything from any other experience I've had. It's like two months, three months straight, and six, four months straight. I'm literally like locked in the house because there's nothing else to do. Exactly. And then technically, no, if you go outside, you're it's unsafe. You're putting yourself at risk. And of course, I don't want to put my parents at risk. So I'm in the crib 24-7. Like, so you got to yeah. figure out something to do. Thank God you started a podcast that, you know, yeah. you know, took up a lot of my time, especially during yeah. summer when you literally had nothing. So luckily, yeah. luckily we did that. But yeah, you just, we just had to keep, I just had to keep my time busy. And that's what I told them. Like, there's no way. If you guys want to meet, if you guys want me to seriously grow up, become an adult y'all gotta let me you guys can't let me stay here you know that's just not that's a that's good not perspective that's i'm gonna good, bring that up if we yeah. end up arguing mm-hmm. on that yeah okay, like you got another Niger- you got another nigerian telling you like this is, this is not another nigerian in. Mm-hmm. yeah like nah you, you gotta game. you gotta leave yeah i agree can i ask what yeah. you, what does chop life interlude mean like why'd you guys uh, pick that name why'd you pick that name yeah i can get it um i mean like we can just i mean i guess we just kind of like i mean chop life in general is just like a phrase like especially in like nigerian culture and like music it's just kind of like enjoy life like you know chop is like like you can kind of say like you know kill or like you know just everything you're doing just like you know do your best at it so we just kind of say like chop life like you know enjoy life you know mm-hmm. you know conquer every moment that comes your way and then interlude is just kind of like it just sounded cool so we're yeah like, we just put some like we just put some, fl- just put some flavor on that you know what i'm saying so yeah. it's just like yeah we just we just i think it wasn't we thought, we thought about it like in a day i think maybe no i know we had no it's, it's one of those things with that whole this whole okay. coming up with like co- podcasting like i remember like each kind of day and weeks of how it started. Like I remember the night when we came up with the name, we outlined mm-hmm. it. Chop Life was dope, and then we were like, "Oh, hold on, interlude sounds kind of dope." People put mm-hmm. that in albums, and then we just put yeah. the two together. But yeah, that was the intention. Just enjoying the whole. It's all based on enjoyment, and like us yeah. being Nigerian Americans and exactly. um, our other uh, co-hosts as well. Like we just kind of that's mm-hmm. that's kind of we wanted to put like a Nigerian you know um, twist to it with mm-hmm. Chop Life and all that, so people can sure. understand that. Um, well, we are. It's been two hours. We've been for a long time. Yeah, yeah this is dope, though. Hey, We've got a lot to it's talk fun. about. I this know. is great. Thank you guys so much for doing this. I mean, it literally, I just like DM Michael and is like, so what do you think? <laughs> like, nah, you want to collab or what? I mean, like, uh, to, be, to be honest with y'all, like, when we saw, we like, another 
Nigerian American podcast at LME we were like okay this is definitely something we gotta like we gotta link with y'all eventually in the future mm-hmm. there's no reason oh, why yeah, sure. like the four, four Nigerians on campus there's only so many of us can't right. really use our platforms to talk about these type of things and, and hopefully we can do more of that in the future for sure yeah thanks for having us for real yeah. Likewise, like this is really yeah. fun, you guys. Yeah, we gotta have y'all on to guess on ours too. You know what I'm saying? Oh, for sure. Gotta, sure. Pick a good topic. Want to talk about politics? We can talk about politics all day. All day. <laughs> we talk all about day. everything. Day. We should talk about politics for like 45 minutes today. Exactly. No, <laughs> well, oh. we hope you guys have a great night. Yeah. Thank, thank sure. you for coming on tonight and thank you so for. Much. Yeah. Letting us rant. Okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's dope. Thank really you for letting us rant too. We needed it, you know. Yeah. You know? Most definitely. Yeah. Really awesome. Nice. Yeah. But yeah, guys, have yeah. a great night. And mm-hmm. hopefully we'll, we'll collab again. No, sure. Hopefully, yeah. All right, y'all. Right. Let me All stop. Right, peace. Recording. Peace. Bye. <laughs>